life. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Observe and Report. Number eight per Numero my notes. My ocho. Sometimes inaccurate notes. The so. Ocho. <laughs> okay. So what have you been watching? I have been watching a lot of stuff. It's been a bit since they recorded. Uh, uh, oh my. We've seen some things together. Is it both of those pages? It's like quite a few pages what? in my notes oh here. my god but it's like long explanations of things it's not that much stuff. <laughs> mine is tiny <laughs> oh boy okay it's because i've been being actually like social and normal and Ooh. doing things so what about not town? to brag or anything but i saw friends <laughs> having friends a couple of times talking to people <laughs> <laughs> all right go for it okay i've seen a bunch of stuff we saw some stuff together too yes um oh wow i think i may have to go back even further no that's not true okay so i have been watching a lot of things mm-hmm. um i went ahead and saw start well netflix just started showing uh crazy ex-girlfriend season three um, Oh, i did not know that you watched that show i do it's what? a fun show um and I generally don't care for musicals all that much. I was going to say, I didn't think so. <laughs> um, it's very fun, uh, very well written. Yeah. Um, I can see why uh, Rachel Bloom won like a Golden Globe. Oh, totally. I saw, I only saw a tiny like portion one time mm-hmm. of it and I was legit impressed. Like, uh, yeah. And like the, the songwriting is like really good and mm-hmm. just very funny overall. Um, and it manages to like tackle mental in- illness in a serious yet funny way. I think in it season. suffers from the, its title a bit. Absolutely, which is unfortunate because like, it deserves much more attention than it gets. I think it turns a lot of people off from it, and they just see it as like, oh, a CW show, right? And they and just certainly kind of generally limits their audience by half if guys are like why would i want to watch that show absolutely um but it is a thing that i think is there for everyone yeah. it's it's funny i think accessible to like a lot of different people um yeah it, it's a fun musical while still being like a parody of musicals mm-hmm. okay um and the protagonist is incredibly difficult to root for oh really because she's so self-destructive and just Aww. like kind of sometimes like a piece of shit mm. <laughs> um but still like the show overall like you you're still behind it yeah okay. even if the protagonist isn't always a person that you're there to see necessarily okay or you are there to see how much worse they can make oh, things no. um but yeah like I, i've been watching that had a lot of fun with it um also started on broad city season four uh upon- that's another show that i just Every time I watch it, mm-hmm. I love it, but I just don't keep up with it. I don't know why. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like Hulu doesn't advertise it as much as they should sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I'm watching it currently. Um, I know that it's season like wrapped up back in like the end of December or something like that. But I'm late to the party. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun. It's it's good so far. Um, it is wonderful and ridiculous. Um, in this particular season, they don't have jobs anymore. Oh no, necessarily. So in doing that, it kind of frees them up to do some weird things. Oh yeah. Um, as opposed to, like having them always like be magnetized to the their place of, their place of work. They right. do take like one episode to go back to one of their places of work, um, where she gets to train Shania Twain. One of them is like a, a personal what? trainer, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Abby. it's uh, it's fun to see that. <laughs> like, did they actually get Shania Twain? Oh yeah, Shania Twain definitely what? showed up. Like the people that they put on the show, it's like kind of impressive. Like they That's got like amazing. Shania Twain, like Fran Drescher and whatnot. Like Hillary Clinton, I believe. Hillary Clinton like showed up like one time. Like that's just from this past season. Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. was I think previous season, but they 
consistently have good guest stars. That's awesome. Um, My husband, Jason Manzoukas, was on there. He was there for a hot second. Helen Burst is a regular on the show. Yes, he's hilarious. And also in this past season, the end of last season, and currently throughout this season as I'm watching it, like uh, Helen Burris and like Alana Glazer are mm-hmm. broken up. Aww. So like seeing them away from each other is also interesting because that creates a new dynamic. Mm. So yeah, like it's it's cool that they kind of broke down the regular things of the show mm-hmm. in order to like kind of expand and push forward and do some new things, nice. which is like pretty fun so far. I'm only about like uh, three or four episodes in, but um, I'm excited for like what's what's coming next. Um, I saw. Did you see the trailer for the movie that Abby Jacobson? It's more of a drama. Her and Dave Franco. No, what's that about? Yeah, it's about her um, kind of trying to take care of her family, particularly her brother, who I believe has like a heroin addiction. Hmm. She also has a two-year-old daughter, and it's her kind of enabling him and just struggling with family and you know the kind of the very difficult um line to walk between enabling and also but being supportive yeah or sometimes just having to let go even though it's family just because you don't want to have them also bring you down it looked really good i'm interested in that also like the external dynamic of the two-person duels that these two individuals are part of if you're looking if you consider the franco brothers a duo like i feel like these two are like the lesser exposed yes of them I agree, yeah or the lesser they're paid less attention to i think right um so i'm curious to see like what they will provide in this it looks good yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that um oh uh started in on atlanta season two i finally have that um i don't know how much of it is recorded on youtube mm-hmm. uh tv but i found it on there so i'm gonna be able to start watching it i'm excited i i love this season so yeah. far it nice. is like a punch in the mouth how oh. good it is oh, um okay. and also like how shocking it is sometimes interesting like spoilers i guess for the first 10 oh, first minute no. of the episode don't just sh- emotionally it is it makes you say oh oh this is this is a comedy right question mark mm-hmm. like it it does things that really i think challenge you as a viewer okay. um but also, it's a really pretty show. Oh, really? Like, just the way it's shot, mm-hmm. like, the, the colors that are in the show, like, the camera techniques that are being used. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is, like, the presentation of this is, like, kind of prestigious. Okay. So, if you're, like, into something, if you're expecting, like, you know, a regular kind of, like, two-camera setup or, yeah. like, you know, even if it is just, like, you know, one camera, mm-hmm. it does, it's, it, it's, it's way more than that. That's cool. Um, so far, they've been throwing in some, like, really good guest stars and whatnot. Nice. The people that you don't expect in dramatic turns oh. like uh cat williams pairs no shit and plays a character that's like really sympathetic i and think also, i would like, love him like that and also really funny too like yes. it's using him in a way that i don't think anyone has ever thought to use him yeah it's like whenever you just you kind s- of pigeonhole him and, yeah, yeah whenever you see him pairs like oh here's that pimp character cat williams yeah. it's like no what if we just step away from that whole image that hasn't presented for him all these years and just like look at him as you know what can he do as an actor yeah. and i think like you know he does flex a muscle that you don't think that he has nice um so yeah like i'm like two episodes into it i'm like two episodes behind right now mm-hmm. um the way that the way in which i watch it like i i, I have to find a new way to watch it mm-hmm. I, i'll I guess i'll start using a uh, youtube tv to look yeah, at it Jason. <laughs> um so yeah like it's it's good so okay. far cool um I have more things, but do you want to you want to inject with, with some with some things or? Um, 
the I s- continue to watch The Alienist. Okay. There's only one episode left. All right. Um, How many episodes a season? Just I think ten. 10? Okay. Um, it's it's good. I feel like with every episode, there's more. You're left with more questions than answers. Um, there's some things that they show that you're just like, is this ever going to come up again? Okay, like, a lot of dangling threads. So many okay. are out there that I, in with one episode left, I don't know that they're ever going to be able to like wrap everything up and answer all these questions. Um, but and like it certainly has its flaws, but it's generally enjoyable, and I want to see it to the end. And it's nice looking. Do you think it's going to get season two? Um, I don't know if it was ever really made. To, I don't know if they purposely have it as just a mini series or okay. if it's going to be something because it's a little somewhat self-contained in that there's this murder he's murdered um, or the focus of, of the season of the season is the murder right right um so I don't know like if they catch the killer then I don't see why there would necessarily be a second season but certainly with um the main character is uh, an alienist who's like helping investigate this so you could hypothetically if there's like another spat of murders or whatever mm-hmm. but i don't know if they intended it to be that way although okay. they did seem to spend a good amount of money on it mm-hmm. so it seemed odd to kind of invest that much and then just have just one little mini series but because i think they shot in budapest for like almost a year holy shit so yeah that's a and like they built a huge set that's like three streets. Oh my, wow. I mean, so they could like actually really fully utilize them. Because I'm sure shooting in Budapest is cheaper than shooting like in other right. places, but still, that's right. a lot of money to spend on just like, yeah. ah, we're doing it once and walking away. But. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'll be interested. I would, if there was a second season, I'd watch it. Granted, I also just like looking at Luke Evans. <laughs> he's so handsome and they tailor these clothes to within an inch of these characters li- or actors lives like if these guys gained like two pounds they'd be busting out of these <laughs> vests and stuff it's bananas they look so good um uh so yeah i've been enjoying that i can't okay. wait for the last episode all right uh and that i guess is coming like this week or yeah on monday okay um Another thing that I watched mm-hmm. uh, that last year, I feel like anyone that was watching movies, like just kind of shattering it a bit. And I guess I had to investigate for myself just to see like, oh, like, is it actually good? Or, you know, or these people that like shit on it, right? Mm-hmm. I watched La La Land and it's really fucking good. Oh, interesting. Like, okay. And again, I don't really care for musicals that much. Or do you, Jason? Maybe you I do. I don't know. I like Mike. Like, <laughs> like, nope. Might like musical. <laughs> Maybe that's my musical. Maybe that's the name of my musical. Might like musicals. Might like musicals. Um, it was really good. It was very stylish. Um, it, it's colorful. It's bright. You know what's fun to see? Like 300 people moving on screen at the same time. Yeah, sure. As opposed to like, you know, just two animated things punch each other in the face all the time. Although that's <laughs> fucking fun. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but like seeing like human movement and yes. color and like light and choreography all happen at the same time it's kind of dazzling to the eye i think you might like musicals <laughs> I, I hate to break it to you this way but uh yeah and and the story within it like the the story that is depicting mm-hmm. um it's like good mm-hmm. in the sense of like this relationship that's building and they go through like 
relatively real things. Mm-hmm. It's and the movie's not so much in, about the relationship as it is about these two people just trying to follow their dreams. Mm-hmm. But one's an actor, uh, the other one wants to be a jazz musician, mm-hmm. and they're kind of going through the trials and tribulations of like figuring out like, well, is this even right for me? Mm-hmm. Like, do I want to pursue the relationship or do I want to pursue my thing? Do this, you know? Oh, sorry. Oh no, it's like does pursuing my thing kind of like cancel out my desire for this other person like you know it's about the sacrifice of chasing your own dreams and if it's even right for you mm-hmm. and it was like yeah like I, that resonates to me that's cool mm-hmm. um gosling's freaking charming of course he is emma stone is like god damn you're lovely like you're, you're... she is a delight yeah like you're delightful to see on this screen like um I thought there'd be like the way it seemed from trailers and like what people were saying like oh like John Legend plays the antagonist like I want to see John Legend play a bad man oh my god like what's that like he's not <laughs> like he's not at all it's like no one's fighting anyone except like their own internal desires do you know what people's I do not know I'm asking um, what people's like issues were who did not like the movie the negativity towards the movie I think came from like well this white man mansplains jazz to this lady oh. And it's like, well, he's really into it. His character really likes jazz and yeah. is good at playing jazz. So I would expect him to be able to explain to someone who does not who like... Who doesn't know jazz. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he was just explaining his passion to her. That's fair. And I don't know. I think that's set wrong with people. And I, I get that. But at the same time, like it is a movie where in which his character is an expert at a thing. Yeah. Explaining it to a novice. Right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like... I'm not looking at Star Wars saying, like, could you believe this Obi-Wan Kenobi explaining <laughs> the Force to this young boy? How dare he? How fucking... Like, no, it's just this person knows more than this person, and yeah. they really like it, so they're telling them about it. Gotcha. I think that was, like, one big thing that people did not like about it, I but... I believe I vaguely remember hearing that. Mm. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like, it was a one, It was a very enjoyable experience. Um, the music is very good, mm-hmm. uh, very exciting. It's from the same director that uh, made Whiplash. Right. Um, I never saw that. Which is the only movie where I ever saw people fight each other with music. <laughs> it was an intense fight scene just with music, just with drums and a conductor stick. And no one hit each other physically. Yeah. It is all just two people fighting each other while playing music. Um, it was, yeah, so yeah. But that aside, Ball Land, a lot of fun. If you don't like musicals, you'll probably like it. Okay. <laughs> if you do like musicals, maybe you'll hate it. I don't know. But I liked it. I'll probably end up watching it on a plane somewhere. That's it's a great plane movie, I yeah. would say. I bet you it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, caught that. We saw Black Panther together. Oh yes. Um, yes. Which feels like so long ago, but maybe it wasn't. No. <laughs> what was it like? Maybe a month or so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Like this. If you're listening to this, you've probably seen it. Yeah, as <laughs> um, most of the world has. It's really good. It's so much fun. Um, Michael B. Jordan, amazing. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Guess who hopped onto the old husband train? He's <laughs> coming into old J. Smith Station over Get here. Get the F out, Idris. Here yes, comes Idris is off the list. J. I rewrote my list. <laughs> um, and I had to say, sorry, Chadwick. Is Chadwick... You could have had Chadwick... And Michael B. Jordan on the list. Let's not be greedy, Jason. <laughs> you could have had both Black Panthers on the list. But here's the thing. Michael B. Jordan, A, is probably one of the only age-appropriate people I find attractive. Oh, okay. Um, he's got the shoulders of a god. <laughs> um, and he seems like such a, like a sweet guy, and he's a big nerd. 
and um, he's just a delight. He and he's went- really funny. He has a good sense of humor, and I feel like Chadwick. People will crack jokes. I'd be. I want to be like Chadwick. That was funnier than you gave it. <laughs> Laugh a little harder. <laughs> Come on. So, like. and I also watched. <laughs> this is so dumb. Um, Vogue does the seventy three questions, and I watched the one with him with Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Just so charming and down. I to heard earth. about that interview. It yeah. was really good. He talks about like his parents like living with him, and yeah, and it's just really sweet and thoughtful mm. and honest. And I was like, oh, his love of anime, like yes, <laughs> you fucking nerd, get over here. Um, yeah, it was it was very sweet. And did you know he got me? He went to the high school right next to my high school, what? like literally across the block. Let's find out when that reunion is, Jason. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I believe he was the same year, I think. I think he is the same age. Mm-hmm. He's 31. Yeah, he, yeah, he's about our age. So, let's work on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, Black Panther, excellent across yes. the board. Like, so much fun. It sets up so many good things for the Marvel Universe. And it's so many a, good things for these actors in this movie. Yes, like, and it's a very thoughtful, thought-provoking scripts oh absolutely it's like great. you know the issues that it's trying to tackle or yeah. not even trying to tackle that it tackles yes um are bigger than what you would expect from like an action movie or superhero absolutely. movie um and yeah like a very sympathetic villain in, oh, in killmonger God, yes um i watched it again with my mom and oh, that's right she really did enjoy the movie nice. and she walked away from it just saying like oh yeah okay so michael b Jordan was good but like what about everybody else like she was very much on team chadwick in this movie i get it don't get me wrong <laughs> i get it um i also f- absolutely fell in love with letitia wright who plays mm. sherry she was hilarious she was so freaking funny and she, you can tell that she's naturally funny and that weekend, all I did was sit around and watch interviews with the cast the entire weekend. <laughs> and there seems to be like a good ease with the cast. Like everyone oh, seems yeah. so friendly and like you know with they each other. Genuine love each other. And there's good chemistry there too. Yeah. Um, like Lupita Nyong'o. Oh gosh. Oh, she's a dream. She's so beautiful. <laughs> she really is. It's not fair. Um, yeah. Whenever they do close-ups of her face, I'm just like, come like, on. Oh, is her skin this perfect? <laughs> this uh, is amazing. Her bone structure, just like how? What? Jaws aren't supposed to be that square and perfect. <laughs> mm. Um, and she speaks like a million languages. Oh, in real life, I, I didn't think know that. So yeah, that's cool. Ugh. Um, fun fact. Uh, also, Martin Freeman used to play for the English national team. Um, he was a squash player. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. so martin freeman could have been an olympian at one point in yeah. time that's insane oh right? so british um but yeah Letitia wright i hope she gets to like host snl one day because she's genuinely funny mm-hmm. i just fell in love with her yeah that would be... any of those individuals i would love to see them as an snl host chadwick boseman is hosting i think is he uh, soon, yeah, they just announced it. Because uh, Sterling K. Brown uh, hosted a few weeks ago. Did you watch it? I saw the uh, Black Panther sketch. Uh, Did I see? That? I didn't see all the episode with uh, Sterling K. Brown though. It. He was so good, Jason. <laughs> I was blown away because I don't watch This Is Us. Right, you do I feel like I'm missing out a little bit. Like I, I'm okay. <laughs> My parents watch it, so I'm just like, oh, I probably don't like this show. But it feels like. 
this doesn't happen anymore. Like a big touchstone show that like right. everyone watches on network TV. Right, right, right. Like I feel like you get that out of a Game of Thrones or like used to be The Walking Dead kind of, not yeah. so much anymore. But like this is us as far as like a straight drama that's like right. everyone's talking about. Right. Um, so I've only seen, what else have I, I saw him in, um, um, crap, the one with Chadwick Boseman. Um, um, Oh, with Chadwick, that's not Black Panther. Correct. Where he's a lawyer. Oh, they're good. Thank you. Okay. Good <laughs> lord. Um, uh, and so I'm only used to seeing him in dramatic roles. I did not realize how naturally funny he is. Okay. Oh my god! I sent you the. I sent you one sketch. Oh yes, with the. Uh, did you watch it? I did the Nickelback sketch. Yes, um, where they're bringing it was the grand, so the mother random back to life. Okay. and so funny. That felt very much like it's eleven forty-five. Like, oh, God. this we're gonna put this on. Like, not on for excuse me, like twelve forty-five. Yeah. Like the show's about to be done. Mm-hmm. Like, throw it on there. Complete like random non sequitur sketch. Super. <laughs> oh God, it was my favorite. Because like the premise is like you know the woman's dying on the bed uh-huh. and like you know her kids are there with her. It's her like dying words. <laughs> her dying. You think they're going to be like, like heavy? There's going to be some weight to whatever it is she's going to tell them. Mm-hmm. And she just comes out with Nickelback, <laughs> specifically the song "You Remind Me." Oh God! And it was just when the paramedics show up, it's great, and they're all just going with it. And like, I think the difference is Sterling K. Brown can actually act, and so he he just does. He was just so great. It made me so happy. Because I usually will, whenever anyone hosts, I'll check out like a sketch or two like the next day uh-huh. on like YouTube. But his kept on being really good, and I was very excited. Like I need to watch SNL more regularly. It yeah. used to be appointment television for me. I, I was know. like, I got, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing out here in this world. I gotta be back home by 11:30. <laughs> SNL is on tonight, baby. You know, Lucy Laws is always hosting. Like I gotta get home for that. <laughs> like no, not the case uh, anymore for me. But I, I should watch more regularly. Like they, I think they're in a, a good stretch. Yeah. As far as like you know, the, the performers they have, mm-hmm. um, and the times we're in. Like, where, yeah, I should be watching this a bit more. The person who the next week was also good. I can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, you should definitely check out the rest of his episode. Um, it was great. Okay. Um, what is it? I also saw uh, Chips. Um, oh, with Dax Shepard? With Dax Shepard and um, uh, Michael Pena. Mm hmm solidly funny surprisingly okay. okay um i thought like oh this is gonna be like i don't know how good this is gonna be with dax shepherd directing um but oh, yeah. he's directing and this is not his first movie this is his second right. movie after hit and run uh and he knows how I to forgot about that movie he knows how to direct a car chase what can yeah. i say <laughs> like I see that totally. he knows how to how to direct like an action chase between two vehicles yes. and that's like a, a core of that movie and the mm-hmm. core of like the series chips uh chips of course being the remake of like the 1970 series like mm-hmm. eric estrada um but yeah like of course like uh kristen bell's in it and she's a lot of fun of course she always is. all the time so charming um vincent d'onofrio's in it and <gasps> he's like kind of scary in it. it's like dude you know this is a comedy right you could chill the fuck out he's not chilling out i have a weird crush on him ew why hey <laughs> Hey. I'm the kingpin. What? I don't know. <laughs> so intense all the time. I think I just like that he's like a big, like manly man. <laughs> he 
<laughs> he's like don't question me six four six five he's like such a bulky dude like i know i don't know <laughs> what it is it's like nothing wrong i think he's a great actor like but the first time i saw i turned on law and order criminal intent and he was mm. there i was like oh oh, oh. hello detective <laughs> what is happening right now because <laughs> mm. i don't know why <laughs> I just like big manly men. He's he's such a, a burly man. A, I like a burly man. A, Shut a, up. A mountain man. Um, but yeah, he was in full kingpin mode in this movie. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. What? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I do prefer him with hair. <laughs> oh, um, also in Ships, Jane uh, Kaczmarek is in it. Uh, the mom from Malcolm in the Middle. Um, oh she's great she she's done anything in a while. really good and this movie reminded me like why aren't you in more things like mm-hmm. you're really funny <laughs> like her she plays like their boss kind of throughout the film um and yeah i just wanted her to be in more things and she hasn't aged a day really oh, like really? she looks like pretty much exactly the same like from when like, malcolm, malcolm in the middle ended it's like well like 15 years ago yeah like you look just fine jane kismarek did she used to be married to bradley whitford right? she was yeah and now he's engaged to one of the women who's on <laughs> wait what's the name of the show with jeffrey tambor transparent huh yeah which i didn't realize until she was being interviewed on a podcast and then she mentioned her fiance bradley whitford i was like well hmm? i have no idea is she a, a, a young woman i don't know no age appropriate <laughs> okay um, uh, I'll sh- you'll recognize her. Also, I just typed in Brad Whitford as if I know him. You know, Brad. Oh, Good old Brad. Braddy W. Um, I will always remember him as the bad guy from Billy Madison. Yeah, That's I like know. the first time I've ever seen. I've seen him in anything, and it's like I care about what this guy does from here on out. <laughs> when I started typing in his name, Billy Madison came up, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's right! He's the <laughs> bad guy in Billy Madison." He consistently plays bad guys throughout the film. He does, like except for on the West Wing, um, which I've not seen much of. No, was he? Was he on the West Wing? Yeah, he's on the West Wing. Okay, yeah, he was. Um, which I've not seen much of, but I, he either. doesn't play a bad guy in that. But even as recently as Get Out, he's he's still playing a villain. <laughs> It's um, Amy Landicker. She's on Transparent. Okay. She's a pretty lady. Yeah. Cool for him. Yeah. I didn't know they, they got divorced or anything, though. I was like, oh. Oh. Sad. Yeah, that happened a while ago. I didn't, well, I didn't. I'm not. Oh, no. I don't need mean to say that you need to be up in Kesmeric Whitfield business. <laughs> I feel like you said that as if we both know them as family friends. <laughs> And, like, we're just catching up on neighborhood gossip. <laughs> <laughs> like, duh, idiot. Welcome to the Gossip Corner, and you you're late, apparently. neighborhood potluck, you bitch. <laughs> Next time, show up, and you'll get all the good hot goss. <laughs> Sorry. Hot goss should be the name of both a talk show that Ryan Gosling hosts. That'd be great. <laughs> just, it should be like The Soup, but hosted by Ryan Gosling. Or, like, an offshoot of one of Andy Cohen's shows. Because <laughs> it's like very gossipy, like hot goss, and it's just Ryan Gosling learning about gossip. He doesn't care. About it. <laughs> just he doesn't care. Like I, I, I don't care about gossip. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this, Ryan. But he's shirtless the whole time. <laughs> Why do I have to be here? <laughs> you signed the contract. I just want to see Eva. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my daughters? <laughs> Shut up and take that shirt off. 
It's time for hot goss. <laughs> um, weirdly, um, my life has been revolving around Brendan Fraser. Uh, Brendan Fraser? Yeah, which is a weird thing to say. I thought you said Brendan Fraser. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Brendan Fraser? <laughs> is that a real person? No. <laughs> okay. Wouldn't it be amazing if it was that? <laughs> um, yeah, he's coming. He's going to be in something soon. He's going to be on that FX show. Um, I think the whole world kind of did a little cheer when they saw that he's doing something again. Like he had that GQ article. Um, sorry, Esquire article uh, back in February about what happened to you. Oh, I didn't see that or hear about it. Do tell. Oh, so like he had an Esquire article where in which it's just kind of like them talking with him. So what you been up to? Yeah. Well, I had some kids. Oh, um, good for him. Bought a horse. What? He lives in like upstate New York. That's awesome. Um, But he talked about his life post Mummy 3, which is like his last big thing that he was right. in. And he was like, oh, oh I could never forget that, Jason. <laughs> But he talked about, like, you know, just being banged up and beaten up and, like, getting, like, a lot of injuries and whatnot. Oh, that's true. Those are pretty Yeah, pretty stunt-intensive films. Yeah. And, like, he is doing some of his own stunts on yeah. that. But, like, you know, at the time, he was in his early 40s, I think. Was he really? Um, Yeah. Like, he's older than you think he is. Yeah, I would have thought um, mid-30s, I guess. Or, yeah. He's, he's a little older I mean, than you think. I guess if I think about it now... God knows when I fall, I get sore, so I can't even imagine <laughs> running around from mummies. But um, also talking about like being harassed um, oh. by like a member of the Screen Actors Guild, like what? one of the like lead people there. What? Yeah, and like you know being groped and all that stuff, what? like at a public event. Um, and Brendan Fraser. Yeah, was and like groped by was it a man or a woman? By man. What? Um, and yeah, he talks about that and like you know dealing with that and all that That's stuff terrible yeah and he also uh and also like on a lighter note he just likes shooting arrows <laughs> like he's and from what it, it seems like in the interview like he's a very smart dude whose mind like just like jumps from thing to thing to thing to thing okay which is like oh interesting cool you're not just like a big dumb guy like yeah. you're like a pretty smart dude nice um but brendan fraser aside and also relating to brendan fraser i watched the new mummy um featuring tom cruise exactly you forgot that existed oh jesus i tried watching that movie twice and i was just like fuck this movie as soon as they killed jake johnson i was like oh spoiler alert i audibly yelled like fuck you that's why i'm here (laughs) i want to look at his cute little face and him being all nervous I audibly yelled at the screen, "Y'all wasteful!" When they killed, (laughs) when they killed Jay Johnson, when they killed Jay Johnson and Courtney B. Vance, I was like, "Y'all wasteful!" Like, how dare you? It was within the first what twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah, I son of a bitch. Yeah, I was mad. And the tone of that movie is all over the place, especially like from the trailers, what you see and what you go to see, and also throughout the movie, just changes wildly. I wouldn't know because I didn't get past. It's like, are we trying to be? funny or like is it supposed to be scary here like you're not blending these two things like very well okay and also what doesn't make sense and it was weird to to see is like tom cruise being incapable of things it's like oh interesting it's like dude you're the most like capable dude in every movie you're ever in except for like a couple things but it's just like seeing him just like fuck up it's like weird Um, i would want to see that more but he but it's not believable in a weird way it's just like you're supposed to be this army ranger dude but like you keep messing things up and it's just so like so it doesn't fit the logic of the movie yeah it okay. doesn't his his screw-ups don't fit the logic of the film okay um but that aside it's like 
Russell Crowe's here. Why? Um, I'm happy to see you, and I wish I could attend your auction in Sydney. But oh, God. <laughs> I can't. Um, but yeah, he's there. He's playing Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, because if you don't know, this is supposed to be the start of the dark universe. Oh, I know, Jason. Of universal films. Like, we need our own Avengers. We got to get the monsters back. We got to get Dracula in a movie. We got to get Frankenstein in a movie. We got to get the mummy in the movie. They only got the mummy out and nothing else. Here's the thing. I would love to see individual movies of all of those things. Yeah, that'd be cool. They're classics for a reason. There's a lot you can do with all of them. Do I think they should be part of a universe? No. Mm -hmm. But I would like to see them individually, like, do an actual Dracula movie that's, like, set in whatever Dracula times are. Now, the the false start of this whole universe that they were doing was that movie uh, Dracula Unbound. With Luke Evans? Yes. I'm want to kind of watch that movie just oh, to watch it watch Dracula Luke Untold Evans. same movie that's me. right um, but no that movie was fun I, it was oh you know I can't say fun it was okay it was fine it was, it was fine for like, what it was for what it was totally fine like okay. oh yeah sure I could see it I would see another movie of this okay. like yeah why not but yeah the mummy wasn't particularly no I tried because I was one of maybe four people mm-hmm. including Tom Cruise's parents who were excited for that movie <laughs> <laughs> and was gonna give it a chance and i started and i'm very easily entertained mm-hmm. i like a kind of mindless action movie just as much as the next person right i want i enjoy the a-team remake this is the bar that? is low jason and i went to like see the mummy like hoping like you know what? i hope it's i hope it's all right i hope it's okay mm-hmm. uh, oh man it did annoy me though at one point one of the characters smacks like someone trying to attack them with the Book of the Dead from the Mummy movies, the Brendan Fraser Mummy <gasps> movies. How dare you? And it's like, don't try to connect this. Don't try to, like, don't try to put your armor on my shoulder and tell me it's going to be okay. Yeah, All right, no. you liar. Don't do that to me, movie. Someone's just wearing one of the cuffs that, like, the little kid wore in one of the yeah, other ones. Yeah, like, they add that little spice in there. I'm like, oh, that's cute, but not no. enough to, like, help you, you out You know here. Brendan Fraser. It felt like they didn't earn it. Yeah, no. Um, But that aside, um, Sophia Botella, the woman that played the Mummy, she's really good. Oh um, yeah, she, is she? She's the no legs lady. Yes, in Kingsman that wears the prosthesis, like the yes. the jumping cool knife legs. Jason, the technical term that they prefer is no legs lady. <laughs> <laughs> Please get it right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, world. Um, yes, but yes. She slices that guy in half in the beginning. Yes, I was unprepared for that. I think about the Kingsman Oof. movie that that I like, like the. The physical villains that they mm-hmm. have, like the uh, the number twos to like their number mm-hmm. ones, are, usually have like some kind of like a piece of them missing, like uh, mm-hmm. or like they wear prostheses of some kind. It's like that's kind. I like that touch. I don't know. Like one mm-hmm. guy's missing an arm. This woman's missing her legs. Like I, I, I sure. like this. Yeah. I, I think that's cool. Um, I in the first case of the movie, I was really full of thinking like, wow, this lady really has no legs. Like that's awesome. Like they found this woman like. That's cool, but then I found out later that she had. I was like, "Oh, I was drooped." Like this was what happened. I can't remember. Um. Oh, like she. I thought through in the movie that she mm-hmm. actually didn't have legs. Oh, in real life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And then, like, by the time they get to like the final fight scene, I was like, "Oh, wait." It's still Hollywood, Jason. Yeah, I I shouldn't believe things that no. I see on screen. I just like looking at Mark Strong when he's not a bad guy, too. True. Like, he's a lot of fun in those movies. He he does... I think he might be the voice for a Jaguar. 
and he sounds so good. I was just like, what is this manly voice trying to sell me a car I can't afford? Oh, my God, it's Mark Strong. <laughs> so sultry. Mm-mm-mm. Like, I'd buy a Jaguar from Mark Strong. Why not? I'd buy anything from him. I'd buy an actual Jaguar, and I'd buy a car. I'd like to buy Mark Strong. <laughs> mm. Sorry. Um, as far as bad things that I've seen, <laughs> um, which is a lot, yeah. I saw Jeepers Creepers 3. No one needs to see that movie. It's Didn't know it existed. Super bad. It's not good. Um, <laughs> there are no stakes because everyone loses. Oh, spoiler! Um, okay. bo- that movie's bad. Okay. <laughs> um, that's all I have to say about that. Really. Um, in other bad things, Jessica Jones season two. Oh no! Not good. Oh sad. It starts off the first four episodes like, oh man, cool, like. We're dealing with some cool things this season, you know. Mm-hmm. Am I a killer? Am I not a killer? Mm-hmm. Like, um, what's the guilt of that weighing on me? We're focusing a lot more on like the secondary characters mm-hmm. and like their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie Ann Moss, her character, to me, the most oh, interesting of I the entire season. That's cool. Like, her character, I think, goes through some ups and downs and really does deal with some stuff. And it's like, I almost wish the show was just focused on her this mm-hmm. season. Um, but they introduce a new character that like really does drag things down. And ultimately doesn't make sense for what they're showing here. I'm not going to spoil it because I know it's a very popular thing and mm-hmm. people are watching it. But the whole thing with the bad taste in my mouth and coming from where they were at season one mm-hmm. and how I thought that ended so well. It was just good overall. Like one of their best Marvel TV things that they've done, I think. And they come into season two and they just like really dropped the ball. It's too bad. Um, Is it the writing? It's... <sighs> Yeah, I would. I wouldn't say that any performance was bad. Okay, I think performing wise was good, but it just felt like the writing was very. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to nail home. Like it was mm-hmm. just disconnected. It felt like. Okay. Um. Yeah, and very unfocused. Like there's not a clear antagonist or thing they're trying to solve. Oh, that's not good. And that's like very. It, it just made it weaker overall. Right. While in season one, the whole drive was like killmonger right, gotta right, stop right. him gotta figure out how to stop him and just mm-hmm. like left you wondering how are they gonna stop him and even when like we have the turn where she, he's like what if you could be good for a day and it's like wow this is actually really interesting and yeah they they don't do anything with the credit they built in the first season it feels like bad. um but yeah um another bad thing i saw uh, Valerian and the city of a thousand oh. planets. <laughs> I, I mean, just from the trailer, you could tell it was garbage. But when you can't tell from the trailer if the two main characters are brother and sister, they or look lo- just alike, or lovers, it's not a good sign. <laughs> I was like, "Are what is happening? What is this relationship?" I can't tell from. Uh, I can't. Oh, I don't know. How was their? I didn't see it. So, were, were their performances okay? Their chemistry was anti chemistry. It oh, felt no. like, I don't know, alchemy. I don't know what anti chemistry is. <laughs> it's just not good. Like, Dane DeHaan is like a brick. Um, oh, no. Cara Delvine, it's like, dude, I get why you're a model. Like, it's just. <laughs> what a backhanded <laughs> <laughs> Stick to staying pretty, lady. <laughs> It's just they don't work well together, and okay. like overall, it wasn't good. And like Rihanna shows up, and like, hey, you're funny, Rihanna. Like, but then she just they kill her off. No, like it's like really? why? Why did you kill the most interesting character that just showed up? Oh, it's Rihanna. She's the best. Um, 
what's my man Clive Owens in it and like <gasps> oh that's right he's really enjoyable but then like you take you literally take him out of the movie for 45 minutes oh. and it's just why Why is he gone why is he was probably like fuck this <laughs> good luck with the rest of your dumb movie now visually speaking mm-hmm. it's really cool there's a lot happening on screen at once like the visual effects team on this like it just did work so CGI'd though it is very CGI like, I, um, like if you if you don't like that in your movies you're not gonna like this it movie it was overwhelmingly so very much so and I think they really wanted to push like 3D yeah. in this and like I think I didn't see it in 3D right. if I did I'd be like you know what this is really good mm-hmm. I can see you know without the 3D glasses that it's like you know good work put into this but plot wise they forget what kind of movie they are every 30 minutes mm. and like it's just and the movie starts off in a really cool way like you know uh, the at least what it seemed like they were trying to present a message like hey this space station is a meeting place for like so many different it started off like there's humanity mm-hmm. like you see like in the the 60s like a uh, cosmonauts meeting u.s astronauts and like you know shaking hands like building bridges and then it flashed towards like you know another like 10 years and, like you know oh like okay like you know this other nations made it to the space station and like you know the 20 years like okay china's here like you know all these nations meeting here mm-hmm. shaking hands building bridges and then it's like all right we flash 2030 the first aliens make contact and it's like mm-hmm. oh all right cool and then like new aliens it's just like all these things building and you see the space station from the outside grow and grow and grow and it's like oh wow like that's a really good cool way to present this i like to imagine it's just all different people sitting around a very large dining table just passing around like cartons of chinese food here come the gyros Ooh, pizza like just all sorts of like a new thanksgiving and if and what sucks is like you start to build that image of like okay this movie's going to be about like in diplomacy and like you know reaching across the table and all that stuff and it's super not like i think it's very sweet that you ever thought that that was what it was did you forget what the trailer looks like jason it's about two of the whitest people on the planet jumping around because <laughs> uh valerian is based on a comic a french comic a and french comic yeah interesting and it is the, the themes in the, in the comic are very much about like you know solving problems without violence and like okay. using your wit and your cunning and being humanist and like using diplomacy over guns and all that mm-hmm. stuff movie says fuck that guns 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 oh. guns 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 um and yeah like writing wise acting wise well, it wasn't there part of the acting the issue with the acting is they weren't acting against anything because they're just doing it in front of green screens that, and especially like Cara Delevingne who's not you know a seasoned actress like throwing her into like her second movie or your third movie where there's nothing there like that is not helping them one yeah. But also in the scenes that Dane DeHaan and Cara Delevingne have together, mm-hmm. it's still just dry. Ooh. And Dane DeHaan, I've seen him be good in things. Yeah. And Suicide Squad, you know, overall wasn't really a good movie. Right. But Cara Delevingne wasn't bad in it, necessarily. She was kind of a non-entity, to be honest. Also true. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I I hope they do better in the things that they do outside of this. But this movie did not do anything for me. Yeah, ugh, I avoided it because it made me angry every time I see the, saw the trailer because it just looked so bad. And also, like, Luke Besson was the director on this. Mm. And you can't advertise the movie on the director of Lucy. Like, <laughs> you need to chill. You can't put that in your title. Stick with the fifth element. Stick with Leon, oh, the professional. Yeah. Say those things in the front and like, okay, cool, I'll come and see your movie, but don't bring me in with Lucy. <laughs> Get out of here, man. I don't think anyone saw Lucy. I don't think 
Sandra Hansen saw that. Probably not. She's like, ah, I don't need to see the final cut. That's okay. <laughs> like, I'm good. I think I did a good job. Bye. Just give me the paycheck. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. And back to like pretty decent things. Um. <laughs> saw. Started watching Legion. Um. I was recommended that. I haven't watched it yet. That is a stylish ass show. Like set wise, uh, visuals. Mm-hmm presentation even on the timeline like it's very much taking risks okay with like you know this is a thing based on superheroes Mm -hmm. but you're not going to see cool super fights or anything like that it is very much introspective Mm -hmm. and weird yeah um and it's like good i was very excited to see that um uh dan stevens i believe his name is the main guy Mm -hmm. um because he started off on uh downton abbey Oh, okay. Or at least the first thing, like, American audiences, mm-hmm. how they were introduced to him. And I was so surprised to see that he's, like, doing really well and, like, coming up and popping up into, like, cool, interesting stuff that I wouldn't expect him to. Okay. Also, he's cute. So that's fun. <laughs> um, but, yeah, someone just um, uh, recommend that recommended that show to me. Yeah, like, season two is going to start pretty soon, I think. Okay. Um, a girl, Aubrey Plaza's in it. Yes. And she's, like wonderfully weird as she usually is yep um and yeah the story like is building a mystery it seems like over time i'm only on the third episode okay um i watched it with my my roommate well my roommates have finished it but Mm -hmm. uh, i'm watching on my own now and like they really enjoy it but how many eps only eight episodes it's not particularly long okay Uh, eight episodes about close to an hour each okay um I remember just seeing, before I started, like, sit down and watch it, I remember seeing bits of it at the gym, like, I can't, like, work out and watch this, because this is too much for my mind. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, aside of that, saw, oh, saw Gringo, uh, which is a lot of fun. Chiwetel Ejiofor and Charlie Theron? David, David Ayelowo, um and Charlie okay. Theron. That sounded racist, I'm sorry. No! Um, I can only understand, because they have very difficult to pronounce names. Yes, they do. Um, but... It's really good. That's a very funny movie. Is it? I yeah. was skeptical. It is. It's funny. Because David I I well low. No. <laughs> oh, yellow. Yes. <laughs> He's very funny. And I didn't I saw, know how funny he could be. I didn't know him as a yeah, comedy guy. Nobody did. I saw, I was watching interviews with him and Charlie Theron um, uh, for doing press for that movie. And mm-hmm. they had genuinely good chemistry. And they're really funny together. And I was like, oh, this, they might have pulled that off. Because I like them both. Like, they're both really good in it. I think, like, trailers would make people think, like, the movie's just about this, like, gotta get this weed pill out of Mexico. It's really not. It's really about David Ayelowo and, like, his life kind of falling apart all at this one point. I wish they would advertise it like that. I get why they advertised it how they did. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Cause that, but cause the whole weed thing, like that, didn't actually interest me. It's but a movie about him and a comedy that would interest me. And it's a good cast. Like yeah. it's uh, David Yellowo, um, Charlie Theron, Joel Egerton. Um, oh, Joel, just popping up everywhere. His brother directed the movie. Oh, that's right. And I think it's like his brother's first feature. Um, and who else? Amanda Seyfried's in it, and Charlotte Copley. Oh man! And Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter, in her what? first film. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of people in it, and it's, like, funny and, like, kind of scary sometimes. Oh, interesting. And, 
you're really pulling for the protagonist of this film. Okay. Like, he's consistently in bad situations, sometimes created by himself, oftentimes mm-hmm. created by other people. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's, 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 I guess I never, never really thought of David Yellow as, like, a factor of, like, oh, yeah, it's got to lead a movie. Like, no, it's that totally lead a movie. He's a lot of fun. I think they just never gave him a chance. I guess not. Yeah. Um, I hope people see it. It is an Amazon film. It will be on Amazon, I'm sure, in, like, three months. Oh, okay. Like I'm sure, like by the, by the time summer hits, you can watch this on Amazon Video if you have that. Um, I would re- very much recommend it. Like it's a bit of a sleeper. Like there weren't many people in my theater when I saw it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to do very well in oh, the theaters. They only advertise it a little bit. Yeah, but um, there. yeah. If you have a chance to see it, check it out. Okay. Um. Aside from that, uh, watched. Uh, very recently, watched Game Over Man, which is the Workaholics Guys movie. Um, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You can skip it. It's like yeah. it's not that great. They're not the funniest part of it. Okay. I would say like the cameos that appear in it and like the people that are featured in it mm-hmm. are I don't know do more for me than they did in this. Okay. Um, the, like literally those three guys. Yeah, those three oh, guys. Okay. Um, it's that that same crew, uh, Mail Order Comedy. Um, yeah, but it just wasn't. It it, it was okay. Okay. At, at best um i watched last night uh wolf warrior 2 <laughs> which is the highest grossing film in the history of china what it is like it is weird seeing propaganda from the other side mm-hmm. and then making me realize wow a lot of movies we make are propaganda aren't they like it is it's it has some really good action in it okay it is fun at points but also like very weird at times um you could definitely tell this wasn't a very expensive movie but this thing made like a billion dollars like wow. it is a low investment high return yeah um there's definitely going to be a three wolf warrior 2 is on hulu right now i definitely recommend checking it out just just for saying like i saw the highest grossing film in chinese history like it's 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 very interesting i totally recommend it um it, it definitely helped me like recognize like yeah, this it's certainly like propagandist, mm-hmm. but it made me realize, yeah, I guess a lot of big American movies are propagandists in that way too, in the sense yeah. that like you know it's promoting the whole movie takes place in an unnamed African country. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the Wolf Warrior is a uh, a guy that's disgraced from the military, mm-hmm. goes to Africa to like I guess like work as a protector for ship cargo ships, like okay. you know against against pirates. Okay. Um, but meanwhile, there's a rebel uprising in this unnamed African nation, mm-hmm. uh, where in which they've hired this, uh, paramilitary group, um, led by Frank Grillo. <gasps> um, of course there had to be him. <laughs> Do you need a paramilitary guy? Guess what? <laughs> Frank's on board. Uh, and Frank comes with his crew of like badasses, you know, to help route this, co- this country. They had to be badasses. But they, they weren't going to be nannies. But they weren't expecting the wolf warrior. Um, he is like a military badass, really good at fighting. Um, they rescue this girl who is a doctor who's also taking care of this other smaller girl that mm-hmm. is like, you know, a cure to disease that's ravaging the area. Of course. Um, and it, they are, he has ties to the military. China is like in this country. You know, they go to the Chinese embassy and they're like, we can stop this uprising if only like, you know, like the military get off their ass and get over here Mm -hmm. and like well the americans are not coming all right like 
and we can't enter into this fray because you know they've not hurt any chinese people yet mm-hmm. if they do then yes we can enter into this fight and what happens is like you know they're able to get footage out like you know they're killing like you know chinese people they're killing like you know africans in this country like you know we need help and china sends over like you know some assistance mm-hmm. in the form of like art- artillery and whatnot like to help out the wolf warrior Interesting. um but in the end of the day, like, you know, they win. Uh, China helps out this country that is in dire need. And oh, Joyce, Jason, you just spoiled it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I wrote it down and everything. <laughs> um, interesting. But yeah, like, it's just, it definitely helped me recognize, like, yeah, I guess we do put a lot of that same kind of material out into the world. It's just interesting seeing it from a different side. And it's like, yeah. and not that it's a bad thing. It's like, mm. it's just, oh, yeah. I guess we do that too. And it's just something that I was able to recognize for this movie. Hmm. Um, but otherwise, it was fine. It was actually like pretty fun. Okay. Um, there's some like ridiculous stuff that happens in it, like traditional action movie stuff, like uh, some cool kills that occur. Oh, um, but otherwise, fun movie. Alright. Um, and yeah, outside of what we saw today, like that's mainly everything that I've seen. I've basically only been watching movie trailers. <laughs> Um, I, oh, I watched, I watched The Martian twice, (laughs) (laughs) which I think is legitimately why I had you until as you were on the brain, because I watched it twice last week. Because it's just been on. Were you on a plane? Like, twice? It's not that it's a plane movie, but just like. It's just been on. Okay. And I was like, oh, I think I enjoyed this movie the first time I saw it. And I enjoyed it again. (laughs) And then it was on again. I was like, well, I guess I'm doing this a third time. (laughs) So I just watched it. Because that cast is bananas. It is a killer cast. Like, they do have, like. It's everyone's very, aside from Matt Damon, like, it's all very subtle. Like, uh, Sean Bean. And Donald Glover. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Um, it's just kind of... Uh, Dan, uh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, it's a lot of unexpected choices. Yeah. And like, like a lot of good choices, yes, too. Yes, totally. Um, uh, the big Asian guy from Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's, he was a head of, uh, <laughs> of JPL, right? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I I forgot how much I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> Randomly, I discovered that I think I enjoy space logistics. Okay. Because I also enjoyed Apollo 13 very much. All right. And my favorite scene is when something goes wrong on that uh um spaceship and in Apollo 13. And the guy comes in with a cardboard box and he just dumps it out on a table and is like, this is what we have to work with to fix this. Let's do it. That is my favorite scene of the whole <laughs> stupid movie. I feel remiss in saying, like, I've never seen Apollo 13. Like, I've seen, like, a lot of clips from it and, and pieces oh. of it. But, like, I've never actually seen it. I know what happens with the Apollo mission and whatnot. Right. But, like, I've never actually seen it, which... It's a surprisingly compelling movie. Yeah. I don't know why. Um... Again, an amazing cast. Mm-hmm. Wait, who else is in there? Uh, Gary Sinise, who I love. Um, who, uh, Tom Hanks. Who else? Is it uh, Bill Paxton, I yeah, think? Yeah, Bill Paxton's in Apollo 13. Who is the third astronaut on there with him? It's Hanks, Sinise, and Paxton, right? 
I don't want to spoil it for Kevin me. Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. There we go. See, I know a lot about the movie. I just yeah. never actually seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but no, I'm with you on like yeah. space logistics and space problems. I l- enjoy space logistics and problems. Like there were three years there where it was like gravity, interstellar, oh, yeah. and like the Martian, like back to back to back. I'm like, ooh, yes. I love the fall <laughs> for space problems. Interstellar. I didn't see gravity. But Interstellar is an amazing and absolutely beautiful movie. I, love I so much. loved that movie. Um, I also Interstellar is the kind of movie that makes you love movies. Like when you go in there, you sit down, you feel transported. You feel oh, like yeah. you're taken on a goddamn journey across space and time, and it's just yeah, I really love that movie. Yeah, and it's beautiful. And I loved my favorite my favorite part of that movie. Um, is when they land on the watery planet mm. and um, the two robot things that they have. Oh, fucking Tars, my guy. Like, they were such interesting, cool robots it's and such so a, unique. Yes, the design. The design is so unique and I watched a lot of behind the scenes of the guy who was like manning the mm-hmm. machine when they weren't CGI'd. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting and Chris Nolan is an amazing genius. Um, I just, I really love that movie. Matty D pops up, and you don't expect that because he's not on the poster or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's everyone that's in that is pulling their share of that yes. load. And there's a, I feel there's a huge load to pull. Oh yeah, like it's a very big movie, and like the things that are occurring in it are like, it's very high stakes. It is. Um, and just it, it's really transportative. It yes. takes you to a place that. You're immediately to me. I was like just immediately hooked. Like, okay, Earth is going through what now? And, and it's just completely plausible. It too. feels very plausible. That's yeah. the other thing. It's very ecological as well. Yes. This movie, like, it's very much like, hey, we gotta watch out for our planet. There's a message there. This, but, yeah, yeah, there's quite a few messages that play in that. But it's like, ecology in. is one of them, certainly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, just it was such an original take on space themes that and, I thoroughly enjoyed. Yes, and how time is a huge factor. It yeah, it also fucks with your brain at the end. Absolutely. Um, I'm remembering other things that I watched yes! as we talk. Um, another oh, Inception. Are you watching Inception again? I rewatched Inception because again, it was on. <laughs> Anything you present to me, be it The Martian, whatever, I'm just gonna end up watching it because um, I'm a very easy audience. That not that I've seen it a lot, but a, again, amazing cast. Mm-hmm. Ugh, Tom Hardy. Ugh, just a delight. Um, Ellen Page. And I just love that story so much. It's, I like that it forces the audience to think and assumes that it has a very intelligent audience. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. I just, I love that movie. It is fantastical. I, it's I feel like I just really respect that movie. <laughs> it's just like I really look up to that movie, like a smart older sibling. Like, oh, you're so you're just so good. You're so smart. Like, I just respect you. Like, it's just, and I love that it's like an original idea. Yeah, and yeah. I, I was just, I love that movie. I just love that, like. 
he made that between Batman movies. Yeah, like, you know. I got this idea. I've been kicking around my bro and my wife. Like, I don't know. Here you go, Warner Brothers. I guess he had been kicking that around for a while, though. Yeah. Because um, I watched a bunch of videos on it afterward. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't know. I just love that movie. And everyone in it is great. The special effects are obviously amazing. It's and also like it's interesting putting Leo DiCaprio in a thing like that. He's not in actiony things that no. often. Yeah, like the things I can think of the last couple, like last ten years, maybe like Revenant, mm-hmm. uh, Inception. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Revenant too, and like maybe Blood Diamond, which was like a little bit before all that. I, d- I only saw part of it, but like he doesn't do action really. What does he do? <laughs> <laughs> even know hanging out on beaches with models 20 years models on yachts him. yeah that's all i know about. um and the the joseph gordon levitt fight scene in that hallway yeah. in the hotel it's so i i was watching it almost as if i hadn't seen the movie before because i'd been so long mm-hmm. and i was just like oh my god i forgot about how amazing that is and, and how dire it all feels. Yes. you. It stresses you out a bit. Mm-hmm. Because, again, because I hadn't seen it in a while, I have terrible memory. I was like, oh, God. And the way they play out the t- time and, like, they keep showing that van falling. You're just Absolutely. like, oh, I need you to hurry up, guys. And using guys that you don't think about but, like, are really good, like Ken Watanabe. Oh, he's so wonderful. Yeah. And, like, you don't see him in anything. Right. And, like, Killian Murphy, who you don't see us have, like, Nolan pictures, it feels Basically, like. Basically. And he's always phenomenal in everything he's in. It's, like, that's, like, such a weird, Again, cool sta- cast. a quietly stacked cast. And, like, Ellen Page, to me, that was just, like, solidified her i was like i want to see her in more same movies. i just hit myself in the face with the <laughs> microphone i got so excited yes i i think she's adorable and she's a great actress and i would like to see her in more things and i watched a um i watched a whole kind of behind the scenes of that hotel hallway fight scene it's insane like the amount of work put into it that contraption holy shit like it's a technical marvel like it really is like <laughs> that it what i can't imagine that thank god he christopher nolan had made those batman movies because otherwise the studios would have been like fuck you get out of here (laughs) we're not making this movie a and b if we do make it you're not getting a like specifically engineered just for this one like 30 second scene (laughs) this huge nasa like contraption i have to imagine like him Telling like the technical designers of this film, like the lights department, sound, video, like the camera operators, had to be like crafting. It, it had to be like a scene in Inception. Okay, so you're the cameraman, right? And this is what you do. <laughs> like, wait for just this one scene? Absolutely. Yeah. How but, long like, is this going to be? Like a forty minute scene? Uh, probably like thirty seven seconds. <laughs> what? what the f- no. <laughs> this machine costs two million dollars just to make it. Like. Yeah, the guy. People lost families. I'm sure people got divorced. <laughs> like, just out of like, God damn it, I have to go and work on this thing for Nolan. My daughter died in that <laughs> machine. <laughs> it's like an old coal mine. <laughs> <laughs> the story is just around that one thirty-seven second scene. Um, and yeah, they literally the I think it was like the direct maybe I don't know if it was the stunt guy or the director of photography was like it was a new challenge (laughs) (laughs) as he says with this horrible drinking problem that he has now (laughs) 
as he's like getting ready to shoot up. <laughs> it's a new problem. That's probably not at all what he said, but along those lines of like this was something new we had never, never seen had before. this before. And <laughs> even just down to like the way they had to light the hallway, they had to think of it differently, mm-hmm. and like the very specific like wall sconces because they actually had to light the hallway. Like things worked. Yeah. Uh, just bananas and like the stunt coordination and how I can't forget uh, I can't remember they had other people in there while it was turning but other people got sick Mm -hmm. from like motion sickness luckily because like there's still crew there there's still a guy that has to hold a boom mic (laughs) (laughs) luckily JGO or JGL uh, was able to handle it Mm -hmm. and they practiced that fight for like three weeks beforehand because of course yeah, it was bananas, but I love that movie. Like, yeah, they were saying that. Like, I feel like I need to like rewatch that. Uh, it's again. worth it. It's so good. Oh god. Oh, Marion Cotillard also. Yeah, like as just like, hey, what's the villain in this movie? Her, that woman? Yes. It's <laughs> like villain and also victim. Yeah. It's just it's such a mind fuck on it's, so many. She levels. becomes like a weird like movie monster in that kind of like she does like avoid on sight. You see this thing, you cannot win. It, it's, she's Jason. She becomes like Freddy. Yeah. Like she's she's kind of Freddy. She's <laughs> that movie. haunting nightmares. Yes. yes. It, it's uh, it's so good. I don't even know what to do with myself. It's so great. So I rewatched that and it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of stuff coming out. Uh, oh, wait, what else did I watch? Um, oh, I started <laughs> the Frankenstein Chronicles, which is just like a Netflix possibly uh, taken from BB. Shut up. I thought you were going to say I Frankenstein like oh, no. Aaron Ecker. <laughs> 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 like, please do go on. <laughs> would watch that i just haven't seen it um okay but go on like I, i've with, seen the previews of this on Sean Bean. okay um and it's it looks like if they had the budget oh you didn't see i'm i should not be doing this podcast because i can't remember the names <laughs> of anything for shit um the tom hardy show um, that he did on FX. Oh, not the take. No. Um, taboo. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, like taboo had a budget, you could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is set during the same kind of time in in London, like Victorian London. Yes, mm. but without the money. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like a really sweet. Like you had, they had a little bit of a budget, uh-huh. but they didn't have a Tom Hardy budget because mm-hmm. Sean Bean is not Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> so they had a Sean Bean budget. <laughs> like we got some cliffs, some hills. Well, Those they, are timeless. They <laughs> have a lot of mud. Mm-hmm. Like three horses. <laughs> <laughs> we we had four. The fourth one, he died. Sorry, man. The dead horse that they have in the street. Oh no, that's real. That's, we did not plan that. We'll just use it. All yeah. right. You just, just use what we find. Props. Just get control of that one. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. It's it's fine. It's enough that I keep watching it because I want to see how it ends. Okay. Um, they throw in... The plot is that this a couple of children have washed up on shore, um, but they... It'll be like one girl, but she's just made of like different other children's parts oh. sewn together, i.e. Frankenstein's monster. 
Oh, um, so does this actually relate to anything with Dean and Frankenstein, or is this just like this weird ass murder that's occurred? It's a weird ass murder that's occurred, and damn, that's a misleading title. Okay, well, but also very informative. <laughs> but at the same time, like Mary Shelley is a character in the show, and huh. in the show, the book Frankenstein is supposed to have come out like a couple years earlier. Oh, okay. so it's like the murder was like inspired by this. I was kind of hoping it was the reverse. Like, hey, Mary, he's a cousin, <laughs> Marvin, Marvin Shelley. I got this great idea for a book. <laughs> I wish Marvin Shelley. Oh God, he writes some shit version. You know that new writing style you've been looking for? <laughs> Read this. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's playing with history a bit. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's what I, I don't know, whatever it is. But no, that sounds like a pretty interesting premise. Though. It is. Um, Sean Bean has syphilis, which is unfortunate. Is it like slowly killing him over time and like yeah. he has a race against the clock? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> if Sean Bean's life isn't in the balance, <laughs> it ain't a Sean Bean project, all right? He's in the early stages. He has well, symptoms. It's going to get worse. Um, it's, so, so it's okay. Okay. Um, I do want to see how it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, I think that was it for like stuff I fully watched. Then there's a million trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they made, I remember hearing about it, but then I kind of forgot about it and I didn't hear anything else. Um, a sequel to Sicario? Yeah. Why? Like, I don't know. I like Sicario. That was, was, shit. That was a good movie. It was a great movie. It was self-contained. You did not need to it's make a sequel. super self-contained. And also to call it just Sicario 2 just feels like... <laughs> <laughs> Electric Boolean. <laughs> it takes so know. much wind out of its sails. It really does. Like... That was a surprising and good movie. Mm-hmm. It just like left me like kind of chilled at the end. Yeah. Like, damn, there are some rough things in this world that I'm not a part of Absolutely. and I don't know about. And I'm glad I'm not. And I'm glad mm-hmm. I don't. Like, but to have a part two, it also Sakari was very personal to the character. You know, that's the thing, Emily Blunt. Like, you're on. You are her. You're on that journey yeah, with her. We are Emily Blunt. Then, yeah, <laughs> we are all Emily Blunt. <laughs> Make a T-shirt right now. <laughs> Um, Sorry, John Krasinski. <laughs> We're all Emily Blunt. <laughs> you are my husband. <laughs> I wish. Um, so, yeah, they basically, because everyone's back. Like, How? everyone's back except for her. But she was what really kind of brought it all together. Yeah, she was like, you know, the, the magnet that brought us in. Josh like, Brolin is back. Um, whose character felt not disposable but like not like a main character that you want to see again in Sakari. he was too. just kind of leading them around to be like and you go here and you go here yeah he was like another guy to introduce us to the world right. of like i am an american operating in this theater right. he's of- opening the door and then he stays at the door while everyone else goes in like, yes it, yeah um so it's basically revolves around um scary guy who shoots the- Benicio? Benicio del Toro? Yes. So scary, but so handsome. It's very <laughs> confusing. I know. Oh, mm. um, it revolves. Did you see the trailer? I did not see the trailer. I, oh. I've seen ads for it. Oh. Like on like Instagram and like Facebook and all oh, that stuff. I haven't seen ads for it. I just watched the trailer. Um, they basically substitute Emily Blunt with a young girl who kind of gets 
caught in the middle of it. Like, when you say will. young girl, like a teenager or like a kid? She looks or? like she's like 13 ish. Okay, so they're man on firing it, maybe, I guess. Like, <laughs> man on fire. <laughs> oh, man on fire. <laughs> I saw that movie so many times. Again, it's a movie to watch many times. Because it was on television. <laughs> TNT loves man on fire. <laughs> and I love TNT. Ergo, <laughs> by the transitive property, I love man on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted Denzel to just adopt Dakota, and they just take care of each other. Yeah, it just they both deserved each other. They and deserve better. Yeah, they both deserve better. Like yeah, that, was a, that was a good action film. I think that was a Tony Scott movie. I think so. Um, there was a period of time in the two thousands, like where just the Scots didn't make flops. Like they just made consistently good movies. And Denzel was Tony Scott's guy. Oh, really? Like, because like they did like three movies together. They did like that. Um, not in t- yeah, in time, which was like a time travel movie featuring Denzel Washington. I was wondering what was that that was about. Yeah, like Denzel doesn't do sci-fi all that much, no. but when he does, like it's kind of fun actually. Okay. Like, um, but yeah, that was like they they played off each other quite a bit. It felt like okay. And after Tony Scott died, well before tony scott even passed away like i didn't even know he was dead yeah a, a, a tragic situation where he he committed suicide he jumped off a bridge <gasps> no yeah oh um, that makes me so sad but yeah like he i i liked his stuff mm. um and i would have liked to have seen another thing with him and denzel because it seemed mm. like they had a good working relationship I mean, don't together. We all? yeah of course <laughs> who doesn't want to see more denzel i mean do everything on. do good movies yeah <laughs> Yes. Not like throwaway action movies. And he's Although, been on a good streak, I, I think. I love a throwaway action movie. Two Guns. That was like Toss him. it on TNT. <laughs> I'll watch it. <laughs> That's how those enter like the public like mindset or the, yeah. like the zeitgeist. It's just like, if they didn't show Bad Boys 1 all the time <laughs> on TNT and TBS, and it's USA, like, yeah. and USA, like, you know, a lot of people would not know about that movie. Yeah. Like, and Bad Boys 1 is like the start of three careers and i think in the bigger scope of things like that was michael bay's first feature oh i didn't know that like the michael bay that we know now of like transformers wouldn't be the michael bay of now if he didn't have bad boys mm. that's martin lawrence's like first like lead role in a thing and will smith's like well not his first lead at all right but presenting him as like action. i'm a dude that shoots guns yeah. at people i'm an action hero mm-hmm. so like it was a big star for a lot of people. Interesting. And it wouldn't be in the minds of many people if it weren't for things like TNT. Thanks, TNT. And USA. They know drama. Thank you, Basic Cable, for <laughs> raising me. But I feel like I've digressed. Uh, what were you talking about? Oh, no. <laughs> um, um, oh, the trailer mm-hmm. for Sicario. Sicario um, so, yes. So they... Uh, switch out a woman with a girl basically uh, I didn't watch the whole trailer because I kind of had a feeling of where it was going mm-hmm. and I didn't want it to get spoiled for me mm-hmm. um, I mean Benicio Del Toro still looks awesome in it mm-hmm. and the way he shoots his gun at the beginning of the trailer is weird but also cool and I enjoyed it it's <laughs> probably the best part of the trailer um, but even they brought back everybody like even again, uh, T was it a TNT show? Burn Notice, the guy from Burn Notice. 
brought oh. brought him back. Okay, <laughs> like, why he was in that movie for three minutes? <laughs> but we're bringing him back. He for was Sicario in that movie three too. minutes. Like, does it take place like the day after Sicario? I don't know. <laughs> Seems shortly thereafter. <laughs> um, so I watched that. So that'll be interesting. To okay, see if it's handled well. Um, there is a there. I think Melissa McCarthy has two movies coming out. One is a comedy, but I'm actually more interested in. Um, she has a drama coming out okay. called Can You Ever Forgive Me? And it's about a woman, I think it's based on a true story, um, about a woman who starts, she's kind of like a failed author, mm-hmm. and she starts forging um, like letters that famous authors had written, because she finds one in a book, and then she tries to sell it, but person doesn't want it but then she adds like a ps blah blah, blah something like scandalous and then it goes for a bunch of money yo this sounds like a like an 80s kathy bates movie this yes. sounds like good all totally. right um and then she gets caught Ooh, okay yeah um but she looks great in it. it doesn't look like it's overacted or like trying to be extra dramatic you know when it has sometimes with comedians yeah do a little too much it it looked it looked good. I'm excited. Now here's a question: Was this like a, a thing that her and her and her husband like wrote and made? Or? I don't think so. I think this is just an independent thing that she did. I okay, think. I don't know. Because the thing about her, it feels like she gets a lot of her own projects made. Yes, like her totally. and her husband, like her yeah. team, like are behind making their own things. Totally, it feels like rare that she's cast in another person's property. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I'm yeah, I'm curious about that. I'm excited for it. Um, and then. Tessa Thompson, who I fell in love with, um, you gotta watch Creed. I she's know, so good in I it. know, Jason. <laughs> but you know, I'm not that interested in like straight dramas. <laughs> it's it is a straight drama with good action elements and also funny, but it's okay. also a good drama. <sighs> <laughs> you like TNT? They know drama. Yeah. That's their motto. <laughs> huh? That's their motto. Yeah, I know, Jason. <laughs> um. Yeah, I will. I just have to be in the right mood for drama. That's the thing. Totally fair. I understand you. There's certain things that I will. I also don't watch. really watch comedies that much. A lot know? of people don't. <laughs> Despite loving comedy, I don't watch that many comedy. I think it's hard to get people to go out to a theater to see a comedy. Yeah, why am I going to pay twenty bucks for that? That's everyone's mindset. Like, why am I paying money to laugh? Like, it's not. It's not to laugh. It's mm-hmm. for a like. I don't need a big screen experience to okay watch you know i don't know whatever no that's i mean i think a lot of the mindset of people to see a comedy in theaters is like oh this is a disposable thing yes as opposed to it's a an experience i really want to have in a it's theater not black panther like i need to see that in the theater mm-hmm. i don't need to see um, but given the price of what movie tickets are yes at this day and age i totally get someone saying yeah. i'm not spending 17 dollars no. i'll wait till i can rent it on itunes for six bucks i totally get that yeah um, so Tessa Thompson has, um, just, oh, she has a bunch of stuff coming out. One of them I was not as interested in, mm-hmm. um, that she plays a supporting role and it's kind of, I was described as kind of sci-fi-ish. Hmm. I don't remember. I'm not even going to try to describe this movie cause I don't remember enough. <laughs> Ignore that one. Um, she has one. Again, can't remember the goddamn name of it, Jason, because I'm a useless human being. I don't know what 
is in my brain that takes up so much space. I'm just excited Tessa Thompson is getting movies made out Same. here. Good for her. The movie is about, she plays like a security guard at a prison. Okay. And she has to, um, it's a dramedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry I used that term, but it's accurate. If it is what it is, then what can you call um, it? And she has to transport this, uh, I think it's a women's prison, and she has to transport this prisoner for, I think the prisoner has like health issues or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have to go on the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and of course you naturally find out there's more depth to people than what you would expect right and the prisoner has a daughter who she hasn't seen in a long time okay um so they kind of take a little side trip but it looks very sweet and funny and nice and i'm excited for it okay yeah cool uh one day i'll remember to write down the names of things (laughs) um and uh, did you see, of course you didn't, the Fantastic Beasts trailer? I didn't, actually. Jason. I. Stop re- fully watching films <laughs> and start watching two and a half minute clips of movies. My priorities all messed up. I know this. I know this, but. Um, the Fantastic Beasts uh, 2 trailer, The Crimes of Grindelwald? Okay. Maybe. Better than Sicario 2. <laughs> um, <laughs> something, whatever. Fantastic Beast 2, Sicario 2. Newt Grindelwald is aware of the wizarding world, but does he know about the drug world? <laughs> <laughs> he becomes a drug kingpin. <laughs> um, it looks amazing. I'm so excited for it. It Aesthetically, it looks great gorgeous all the colors it's very dark Mm -hmm. so are we back in new york where are we we are great question i think it's still in i mean who knows it's just a trailer you know we we don't know what they're going to do where they're going to go i'm trying to remember who what accents there were um i'm assuming it's back in london because they do go to hogwarts because jude law is playing young dumbledore Okay, but is my guy from the first one a uh, big guy? Frick, I can't remember his name. Putnam County's spelling bee. Dan Fogler. Is Dan Fogler going to be in this? Oh, yeah. Yes! <laughs> All right. Yes. I was so excited to see him in the trailer. Okay, dope. And he's so charming and sweet. Because um, he's what was missing from, I think, all the Harry Potter films. Like, just a neophyte that knows nothing about magic, is yeah. not in the magical world, but is you. Yeah. Who is just someone to be brought into this. It's like, what is all like, this this cool is stuff? amazing. Like, yes. yes. And, like, I guess in the movies, like, you know, Harry is that, but he's also, like, the chosen one. So it's just, yeah. like, hard to, like, be that character. Right. While this guy is like, hey, I'm that guy. He <laughs> Absolutely. was the best part of the first movie. He yeah. was so charming. And that's not underplaying anyone else. Oh, like, no. That movie is real fun. Yeah. Like, it, even if you don't care about Harry Potter, really, like, yeah. I recommend seeing that thing. Oh, yeah. It's so, so good, but about the trailer. Excuse me, I feel like I'm digressing here. Um, it looks beautiful. There is a scene at like a circus, and so to have such a dark palette, Ooh, magic circus. But then to have um like a period, kind of a period piece, uh-huh. um with these beautiful rich colors from like the reds and stuff of the circus like it's just it looks beautiful because whenever there's period pieces it always feels like they're just brown and gray it just feels like that's the color palette they like like to hang out and play in like <laughs> i don't know why but um even in fantastic beasts it's like a gray backdrop basically still, that their colors pop on yes it is still very much that darker palette okay but um it's Jude law 
as a terribly charming, very handsome uh, <laughs> young Dumbledore, <laughs> and he has to send um, um, Newt Scamander on some kind of like secret mission. Okay. Um, all the friends are back. The okay. little Scooby Gang's back. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Grindelwald's out there, you know, getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks fun. It looks, dare I say, fantastic. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> um, what I enjoy about this particular series of the Harry Potter films, and I know people like, so there's some people that are against them because like, oh, I make this one thing that was like an apocryphal thing, like into like three movies. It, it was just like a small book. Yeah. Thing. But what I like about it is like, this is like kind of Harry Potter for like the audience that grew up with it. Like, like oh, if you yeah. grew up watching the movies in the 2000s. Now like, here you know, are the adults. Yes. <laughs> I said adult films, but that's not what I mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fantastic I mean. Beasts and adult. <laughs> fantastic Beasts. <laughs> that's a different kind of adult. <laughs> um, but no, like, yeah, I think this like represents the people that like, read it as a kid and like have grown up watching the movies and like are now adults Mm -hmm. and these characters are about the age of the people that Mm -hmm. like you know read those books as kids and they're still they're dark though yeah there's weight to them yes like they're they're a bit heavier than the the harry potter films were the earlier ones you know before we got to like the last two um but it feels like the stakes are higher even though the stakes were high when harry potter yeah but like they're probably not gonna kill a bunch of kids yeah so like you're not too worried um, I mean, I guess they do a little bit at the end, but in general, yeah, these are, cause I mean, the first one was dark. It's yeah. Really, it there's abuse and there's murder and like, it's some dark shit. And that kid is still, what's his name? Ezra Miller? Yes. He is back with a better haircut. Well, okay. Um, in this one. He's such a creep, it feels like, in those films. And also in real life, but I don't know him. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But, well, I mean, his character is just so... He's a very kind of sympathetic character in that he's terribly abused. That is true. And so he just doesn't know what to do with Zenger and just comes out. Like, he doesn't want it. Is he, like, being taken to Hogwarts to, like, learn magic? Because that'd be kind of cool. In the second movie? Yeah. Um, in the, in the trailer, it just shows him losing his shit. Okay. Um, so, uh, I think he might just be in hiding. Okay. Cause the last one ended with him like in the train tracks and stuff and mm. he's like the <laughs> smoke monster. Mm. Um, but yeah, it looks phenomenal. I'm really excited for it. Okay. Yeah. And lastly, oh, the infinity war trailer. Yeah, that is one trailer that I did see. Yeah. <laughs> I figured. Thoughts? <laughs> um, this actually has me like really excited for it. Like the trailer I saw before that I was like, Oh yes, Infinity War, I shall see this. Now mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it has been ten years these movies have been going on for <laughs> and I do have to end this with a bang. Like I'm very excited for it at this point. I had the same feeling of when the first one came out, I was like, Yeah, I I, I get it guys. Mm-hmm. Um but I think part of why I'm so excited for it now is having seen Black Panther, and now that those characters, I'm familiar with them. Yeah, I'm a little jazzed up because of Black Panther. Like, basically, say. <laughs> I'm real. I'm still riding that high from mm-hmm. it. And so now, knowing that those same characters are going to be integrated and going to play, it seems like a sizable role, mm-hmm. despite the fact that there's such a huge cast. It feels like a battle happens in Wakanda at yes, some point, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, I think that really helped me get excited for this. Definitely. Yeah. Like, I'm very curious of like you know what's gonna happen like who's someone's gonna die 
Oh, yeah. Like, if not multiple people. In 10 years, like, virtually none of the heroes have died in these films. Yeah, who ha- I... Uh... Save for, like, Quicksilver. Quicksilver, that's the only one that's I can think of. kind of it, as far as heroes go. They kill all their villains. Yeah. But they, like, let the heroes live for a long, long time. But So mm. I'm very curious to see what's going to happen in this. I think everyone's assuming that Tony Stark is going to die. Because... Uh, Rob Downey Jr.'s contract is right. up uh, as which is Chris is Evans. So, which is like the lamest reason to kill <laughs> off a character because of legal issues. But it shows age. it shows that these movies are really just like extended TV shows. Like mm, yeah. it's like a huge season of a TV show that you've like been watching for 10 years. And it seems like they're always filming. Yes. So like it just feels not like not much of a break. Yeah. And it's all connected. So it just feels like oh it's like TV kind of. So when you hear like, oh, his contract's up, it's like, well, time to get a new Iron Man, just like it's time to get a new James Bond or a new Doctor. Like, yeah. it's possible that, you know, it can be like that, but it's weird because he and like all these guys have inherited, have inhabited these characters for over almost a decade at this mm-hmm. point. It's just weird to think of it as like, oh, I guess there could be someone else playing this character. Yeah. But, yeah. It's- I would, I can see it being easier even though when i say to replace robert Downey jr obviously he's incredibly charismatic and charming mm-hmm. but in terms of like logic of the universe mm-hmm. in terms of replacing him he's easier to replace than like a captain america because you can just stick an exciting new upstart into the iron man suit mm-hmm. whereas captain america is captain america like yeah. what what happened with captain america is what they would do in the comics what they did in the comics is where bucky just became captain america Oh. Yeah. But they established him so much as the Winter Soldier. And that's the other thing. He's not... He lost the arm, you yeah. know? Like, he's not the soldier anymore. Like, he, who is he? Mm. That may be a road to identity for him, perhaps. Mm. Who knows? I really just want a buddy comedy with him and Cherie. <laughs> as she just tries to, like fix him with new arms and stuff and they're too small or too, too big and I'm just like oh you guys are so cute and funny um so i am getting more excited for that and it's mm-hmm. coming out soon yeah it is like it's in three no four weeks but it's just yeah and they push it up a week too yeah of just which is kind of unprecedented i think for like yeah. a big summer thing you know it's like we're so confident in this we got to push it up yeah and also i see them not wanting to like eat their own lunch like well we do have that han solo movie coming out at the end of the month and we do have that deadpool movie coming out like two weeks after this no oh, jesus because yeah. disney owns everything now oh shit they're going to like have revenue of like three billion dollars from like three separate films that's right i forgot about the han solo movie mm-hmm. so yeah why yeah why compete with yourself I guess. I don't know. Because, again, movie tickets are expensive. They're so expensive. But those are all movies that people will go to the theater for. Yeah, people will go to the theater three times in a month Mm -hmm. to see these things without having the glorious thing that is a movie pass. (laughs) Like, yeah, if... And also, movie pass doesn't sponsor this podcast, but in a way it sponsors this podcast. (laughs) Because (laughs) we wouldn't be able to see the things that we see without that kind of, Mm -hmm. like, seeing theaters. Like, it's just a great deal. $10 a month for a thing that lets you see one movie per day at almost any theater. Yeah. Like, you have paid for your ticket. You've paid for the price of this app in one go to the theater. Yeah, like half in a, a month. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, that was, I think that was everything I've seen. Do you want to talk about the thing we saw today? About uh, Pac-Rim 2? Oh, Uprisen? PR 2. 
Nicole and Sicario too. <laughs> These Jaegers are transporting drugs in this country. <laughs> like sticking <laughs> little balloons of drugs up the <laughs> of giant buttholes of robots. Uh, <laughs> just so they just open it up the chute and just like giant <laughs> bags of drugs come out. Tons of cocaine. Literally. Down. Um yes. Pacific Room Two. The theater was more packed than I thought it would more be. More packed than anyone thought it would be. Um my thoughts coming into this movie were like, Man, I can't wait, but I know no one cares. Yeah. Like, we both loved Pacific Rim 1. Yes. The but, bar, I think, when we saw the trailer, was set real low. I had a totally different mentality. I saw that, and I got jazzed every time I saw the trailer <laughs> and heard the song. I was like, yeah, here we go. Like, war ready. Yes, I am war ready. Let's do this. I was super stoked for the new Jaegers and super stoked for the new monsters. Mm-hmm. Per usual, my cold dead heart, I did not care about the people. <laughs> They're young people. I don't care about young people. Mm-hmm whatever like john boyega was wonderful to see in this he's absolutely great. like yeah, he's fun centering the movie around him was such a smart idea like mm-hmm. they don't have any of the original stars from the first film save for one Arunko kikuchi um wait what uh, like um charlie hunnam wasn't there anymore right idris elba not right, there right, anymore right. but you did have charlie day there again and the british guy yeah i forget his name uh, it's a cool name too gorman or something like that that's he- his name in the movie but Got, his name is Gottlieb in the movie. Gottlieb. Um, Keep talking, I'll look it up. But you only had three returning stars in the first movie. The, Rinko, Charlie Day, right. and the other scientists. Right. But a lot of them we rest on this new cast. Um, Burn Gorman. Burn. That's such a cool name. That's a awesome name. <laughs> oh, when he leaves notes in his home for his family, do you think he leaves oh. burn notices? <laughs> <laughs> yourself <laughs> i'm a monster i'm a kaiju <laughs> i need to be destroyed um no but the majority of the cast that we spend a lot of the time right. with are all newcomers to the series yeah john boyega scott eastwood and the newcomer girl who i forget I her know, name but girl. i've not good. seen her in anything ever before same um but like when we resting on their shoulders it i think stands tall um especially I, with john boyega holding a lot of that weight i think i think the dialogue and anything most of the stuff with humans was definitely the weakest part of that movie yeah the dialogue was real bad like scott eastwood every speech that he had i'm like oh you just keep squinting your way through this buddy like (laughs) just keep handsoming through this keep handsoming through it baby because he is absurdly good looking (laughs) you're handsome as dude scott eastwood can i say it's ridiculous it's not fair (laughs) it's so unfair um yeah, the I laughed aloud at one point when he said something, and it was just the delivery was just so bad. <laughs> he wasn't as he wasn't terrible. No, he wasn't. Given the material he was using, and given the career, fine. And given the career Scott Eastwood and who his dad is, you think he would have been like strapped the rocket to this guy? He's right. going to the top. Yeah, I think he's been in big movies. Yes, like but little parts. But little parts. He's been slowly ingratiating himself yeah. into the hearts and minds of people, and I I appreciate that he's not going full throttle. Absolutely, yeah. I think he's doing this in like a good. He's at a not good pace. Jaden Smithing this bullshit. <laughs> You're yeah. right. He's not Jaden Smithing it. Yeah. He's doing like one movie at a time, like one year at a time, mm-hmm. like little bits, little bit here, a little bit there. Um, John Boyega, hilarious. Um, so 
charming. I want to see more movies like with him as like our main actor. Yes. Um, his boyegaisms, like he's just a charming, funny he dude. Is. I want to see him in like a dramedy. Yeah. yeah like and just like always let him keep his accent it, it he's so much it's cooler so when he gets to use his accent he's cool dude charming i will say there were times where i did not know what he was saying the, yes and i'm good with english accents because i watch things like the frankenstein chronicles <laughs> <laughs> and the midsummer murders so i'm i'm very good I think, well, I shouldn't say it very good. I'm better than the average person with English accents. Mm-hmm. But here and there, I was like, I don't know. Because he talks pretty fast. He, he's a fast talker, yeah. I was like, I don't know what he just said, but we'll go along with it. Because you know what? This dialogue doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> there is a line that he said to the girl, which was very funny. Like, hey, your top lip, your bottom lip, have them become friends and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is so damn cool. Like, that felt like an, an ad lib. That felt like yes. it was not a written thing. Yes. Um but effects wise effects wise it was great it was really great and i'm a big fan of day fights a big fan of day fights (laughs) and cgi things because it's hard to do Mm. you can hide your mistakes in shadows but when it's in the you're putting a lot of light on a scene like especially like in the snow in the snow a lot like a lot of reflectiveness happening there and like virtually every fight happens at day except for one yeah and that's not even really a fight as much as it's an attack yeah but all your fights are in daytime it's like yo this is a totally different visual palette than the first movie mm-hmm. because the first movie it's is so much brighter it's a, first movie is very dark this yes. movie is like very bright um and yeah it uh it has a surprise i don't even want to say that a thing occurs in it because i just want yeah, to no. go and see this movie it's great it's it's a fun movie it's and you fun. should see this movie yes um uh the monsters i kind of wanted the kaiju I don't know what I wanted out of them. I would say they were still very similar mm-hmm. to the last movie. I kind of wanted something a little bit more different. Mm-hmm. Not that in terms of logic of the film, there's no reason for them to be very different, but I just kind of wanted them to be a little but bit. in the first movie, you do see like weird different kaiju. There's one that's like a crab, basically. Yeah. Like there's one that's like a, a gorilla. It has like hair like, in it and stuff. It's, they're vaguely uh, reflective of actual animals yes yes um whereas these were more just kind of slimy monsters they didn't bring the same level of menace that some of them did in the first one yeah i don't know why like some of the first ones are like nightmare creatures yes but i guess like it's our first time seeing the way that these things look you know and i guess this time around it's a bit more like oh me sort of what a kaiju looks like sure um it's hard to talk about without spoiling anything. It is. I don't want to spoil anything. I, I want people to run out and see this movie. Um, it is a surprise. Um, yeah. You don't expect to see like a big budget good thing in March all the time. No. Um, and this was a big budget good thing. I was surprised as we kept watching. Like, oh, they did put some money into this. Yeah. Like, this does not look, in terms of quality, like it doesn't look far off from the first one. Yes. I And also... Plot wise, they didn't Independence Day to this, in the sense of like these characters aren't here because they all died off screen. It's like mm-hmm. no, anyone that died, you saw it happen. Right. Like, or if they're not here, there's an explanation for why they're not here. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, um, even without those characters, the new people they introduce are fun. I want I would watch another movie with these people again. They're it. disposable but fun. Yeah. Aside from John Boyega, like. Yeah, and and as we see in the first movie, damn near anything can happen insofar as people getting it. Yeah, like it, 
the movie keeps you on your toes with that mm-hmm. throughout. Like, you don't know who can get it. You don't know who's going to get it. Right. But, you know, it's very possible at a oh, yeah. drop of a hat, someone could just get blown up. Totally. Um, and, yeah, uh, the stakes were just as high as the yeah. first movie. Um, but for some reason, the execution felt different. It didn't feel... There was a... <sighs> you didn't feel the fear of the public as much. I f- yeah. I think in the first one, you felt like... Oh God! If what if that was me? And like, look at all these people running around, and because they were, I think, more used to it by this time, because it's ten years later. Yeah, ten years. Following. So all of society's ready for it a bit more, and they just don't show people normal people running around. Whereas you were in like the bunker with Charlie Day. In yeah, the first you were on one. the ground. A you were lot on the ground, the looking one. up at these things, and whereas here you're more aerial, looking down on them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, but also credit to them for like still having like, all right, yeah, things fighting each other, but here's a science side of things. Like, yeah, they still did manage to like integrate that. Mm-hmm. Like in any good monster movie, I feel like any good like Godzilla movie, it's like, all right, these are monsters fighting, mm-hmm. but here's like the scientists like trying to figure out this thing right. to like stop these things. Right, it's not just blow them up. Yeah, it's also yeah, like and also like politics too because yeah. In the first movie, it's very much like, we don't need these things anymore. Build the wall. Get it done. Yeah. Like, in this one, it's more like, we don't need these pilots to pilot these things yeah, anymore. Yeah, we can science this now. Yeah, just send a, a drone in and, like, right. figure it out. Yeah. Like, and that's also, like, you know, another question to be asked there mm-hmm. or answered. Um, oh, yeah. Very, do we send in pilots or we have these drones now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just like it's very much like bureaucracy versus actual action, mm-hmm. which is a thing present in so many monster movies. Yeah. You know, like we gotta sit and talk about this. Like, no, punch it in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah, Pacific Rim two. Like, if you were thinking of just like sitting this one out, I say go and see it. Yeah, if you're if you're on the fence, go for it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, oh shoot, I forgot what I was gonna say now, Jason. <laughs> It was, I like that they did acknowledge at least the other characters from the previous movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that John Boyega was like, that's my sister. Yeah. I was so touched by that. Like, Since I'm adopted, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, in so sweet. Good, like, sibling relationships, like yeah. brother-sister stuff. Yeah. I feel like I don't see that a lot in no, movies. Like, you really don't. I, all I have is a sister. So it's yes. like, hey, yeah, nice. Like, yeah. them, like, being, like, loving and, like, cooperative with each other mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I was a little afraid, like, oh, I guess they're going to be, like, antagonistic. It's more like... Yeah, I was worried about that at first. Yeah, too. but it's more like, yo, sis, thank God you're here. Yeah. All right, so you can get me out of this time, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I, I think they, they did a good job. Um, and also, like, you know, not having Guillermo del Toro there as a director, mm-hmm. like, just as a producer on the film. Oh, maybe that's why the monsters weren't so monstery. Maybe. Or maybe why things took place in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> like, do loves is dark. Um, it does add some tension, though, when it is nighttime. It does, I guess. Like, there's a, the fear of this thing in the yeah. night that's, like, attacking and glowing blue and, like... And I think uh, the... Um, not the kaiju. The robots... Um, they weren't as varied as they were in the first movie in terms of look. I guess so. I would agree with that. Um, they had the the orange one, the sporty convertible. Yeah, of them. that was like the Corvette of the group, <laughs> yeah. like speedy, sporty, like you know, yeah. dual swords. Yes. Um, there was the big one with like the uh, the mace hand. Yes. Um, that which... was kind of yeah. That was the only 
I could not tell you what the rest of that thing really looks like. It kind of looks gypsy-esque, but yeah. with that hand. And then there was the one... I like the three... That was the, the three, three one. The three-pilot one. The was, one with the, the, yes. the, the mace hand was the three-one. That one. was super cool. Yeah. Um, in terms of... I like that... Because they had the three-pilot one before with the... Is it Chinese one? Yeah, the, the Chinese first one with the third arm. Which was cool. Mm-hmm. And then this one, I liked how they integrated that third person. I thought yeah. it was interesting. That was really cool. Like, it's a very awesome. different take on it. And they didn't... They didn't have escape pods in the first one, did they? They did, actually. They did? Mm-hmm. I don't remember them. Because if you remember, at the end of Pacific Rim 1, spoilers, mm. um, they eject after launching a, a Gypsy Danger into the alternate dimension. Oh, they do? And uh, they go back in like the coffin-like escape pod oh, okay. back to the surface. I do not remember that at all. <laughs> um, and also... The names of the robots are always cool. They are. Like, I love that it's Gypsy Avenger. Like, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it fucking is. Hell yeah. When they were, you know that they had an awesome time in the writer's room being Oh, like, hell yeah. Yeah, that was probably the most fun thing they got to do was name <laughs> the robots. Like, I can't remember the names of the others, which is sad. But, like, they're always amazing. Like, yeah. that's such a weird thing to call it. Um, Obsidian Fury was the oh, name of one of them. It's like cool. hell yeah, that's Obsidian Fury. Yes, like they had some cool ass names. Um, they did, and this movie just felt like yo, this is like such an anime. Like this is great. This is <laughs> just like yes, like the the tropes that are present here, the mm-hmm. things that are being done. These big mechs fighting these big monsters. Like it's a good time in the movies. Yeah, and you don't see monster movies in theaters that often anymore. And so. It was a pretty. What they do with it is somewhat original without, I don't want to spoil anything. It's hard to not spoil this thing because we just saw it and like we're feeling good about it. And like there are things that can be said that are really cool. Yeah. But it would spoil okay, some Okay, so pause it here. Just for the next four minutes, <laughs> we're going to spoil the shit we're out of this. some motherfucking spoilers, all right? Um, I liked, I enjoyed the twist. I like didn't see that coming. Did not see didn't that see it coming. coming at all. Um, with if you're not going to see the movie, uh, you think that they set it up so that it seems like this um, Chinese woman. company and this businesswoman that are um, trying to uh, use these new drones um, instead of like piloted Jaegers. Mm-hmm. Jaegers. You think that they're gearing up and kind of bad guys. Yeah. But then it ends up being Charlie Day because he's been connecting with this goddamn kaiju brain that took over his brain. Yes, like it, which oh, is such a great twist. It's like, awesome because you know he's a weird, quirky dude yes. in these movies, and just feels like, oh yeah, of course he'd like have the brain in his house. Like how how rival, yeah. how weird. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's like, oh, no, this has been, like, infecting his mind for 10 years. For 10 straight. years. Yes. Like, the, he has planned this to the T. Like, we're opening multiple rifts mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. Like, the plan is clear this time. Like, how are they going to destroy the world? They never really went over that in the first one. In this one, yeah, they're no. very clear. And it's like, it, even though it's silly, it at least is logical within that story. Yes. Like, oh, they weren't even trying to destroy us. They were trying to get to this thing that has what they want right like okay yeah that makes sense like we've luckily been able to stop them every time yes but they only had one point of entry right every time so we were able to like you know stop them wherever it popped up Mm -hmm. but yeah like that twist of like it's actually charlie the guy you like it's Mm -hmm. actually the guy you've been rooting for 
like um the death of like Rinko Kikuchi oh, like Makomori yeah like you knew it was kind of coming but it's yeah a bummer. and like she because she was so fun in the first movie and like yeah. seeing her he as really like rooted for her yeah and, yeah and like she's like the position her dad was right now like she's a marshal so mm-hmm. it's like awesome cool and I just wanted to see her and more. she knows it's gonna happen too yeah. which is always the worst like and you see. You know, John Boyega, her brother, yeah. tried like to save her life, yes. and just scrapes like uh, right along the edge of that helicopter. Heartbreaking. Um, the twist of like, and the other twist of like, oh, you think there's like you know pilots in this mm-hmm. Obsidian Fury uh, Jaeger? Actually, not like it's yeah. it's a kaiju brain in yeah. this thing, and like what the f really like that's insane, and and then just when you think like, oh, okay, they're able to shut shit down cool how is this movie gonna end then because that was like a weird like okay they were able to stop it relatively easily even though a bunch of people died um (laughs) and then to have that little like nanobitey type of little thing yeah come together to make the ultimate power ranger monster kaiju that i was like what are these gonna do and then as soon as it they started going up i was like oh that's what they're gonna do i thought they were absolutely gonna like just wreck the uh the jaegers yeah they're just gonna crawl all over Mm -hmm. them like the scarabs and the mummy yeah absolutely that is a great comparison (laughs) (laughs) thank you um it's the only thing i ever remember um so yeah so then when he had them part i was like what the what could possibly be happening right now like what are they gonna do Mm They're going to Power Ranger the shit out of those Hell kaiju. Yeah. That was unexpected and fun and cool. And like, yeah, in a very good way. Yeah. I'm just like, um, didn't see that coming. Didn't Mm-mm. see that, like, the, the the threat escalating. Yes. In that Even way. More. Yeah. Like, I like that they just, like, leaned into, like, yeah, man, we know where these giant monsters, like, mm-hmm. came from. We're going to just have the last scene in Japan, in Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. At one point, he lands in front of a... Uh, one of the pods lands in front of a, a statue of a uh, a Gundam, which is like a long running Japanese series of like mecha robots. Was it like that gray statue? Yeah, the gray okay, statue. I was wondering because like, they showed it for a second. I was like, that's got to be significant. Yeah, and I wasn't sure if like I thought maybe what they were gonna do was like, oh, that actually used to be an active. Oh, like an active Jaeger, and, and she's gonna, gonna, gonna pop it. into it. Okay, again. that'd been cool too. And I was like, oh, but they did it differently. Like, yeah, there's. There's some cool stuff that happens all throughout this yeah. movie. Um, it takes turns that you don't expect. You knew she was going to have to, she was going to end up piloting a Jaeger with John Boyega. It was right. just a matter of time and situation. Like, you do think, like, oh my God, it's going to be like a kids' fest. We're just like hanging out with like, these like yeah. preteens no, and these like robots. You. Like, but not actually. Like, no. we're spending it like just the right amount of time with them and mm-hmm. we're characterizing them just enough to care mm-hmm. about them. Um, and we're also like, I you mean, know, to be fair, I didn't really care about them, <laughs> but like, <laughs> nonetheless, again, enough to justify their presence there and to get them into the Jaegers. Again, Jax is here for the robots and the monsters. I'm here Fuck for robots, people. monsters, and handsome men. <laughs> tick, tick, tick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I loved, um, her little... What was the name of her little rope? Her scrapper. Little scrapper. That was so cute. Mm-hmm. I know it's stereotypical to say cute, but it was so cute. Scrapper's thing was rolling. He just it rolled. Was so great. <laughs> I like to think of Scrapper as a sheep, but okay. Also, yes, like she rolled. Scrapper Thank rolled you. a whole bunch. Um, and how they utilized at the end, and the the Chinese um, CEO lady getting mm-hmm. getting down and dirty. Yep. 
get into the fight. That was mm-hmm. great. Didn't see that coming. I like that as things progressed, her hair went a little bit crazier. <laughs> so that by the end, her hair was just down and like a little bit messy. Um, yeah, it was. It was surprisingly. It's more fun than I thought it would be, and more like original and twisty than I yeah. ever thought it would be. I thought it was going to be a pretty stereotypical. I'd be sequel. pretty straightforward. It's not. Yeah. Um, if they ever make it to three, <laughs> I'm there. Like you got me. Like yeah, they set it up of course so that they can. Mm-hmm. If they ever make it there, I, I, I you know, cross my fingers, hoping mm-hmm. it happens. But like, people have to, would have to go out and see this movie, you know. Yeah. And I don't know if they are. Like, we're in a place where a movie's going to be packed that you wouldn't think normally is. Yeah, of course, yeah. But, like, you know, you start moving outside deeper into the country. Yeah, like, like in Ohio, are they going to go see this movie? see it? Like, you know, know. people going to catch this thing, like, you know, down in Florida. Like, yeah. we, we don't know. Yeah. Um, I can see this movie doing well overseas. Oh, it'll annihilate overseas. If it kills overseas, then they They'll can make, make a third, third one. one. Yeah. They can have that Transformers crowd. Um, oh, that's right, yeah. Because those do very well overseas. Of course they do. Um... But it's not a Transformers movie. It's actually no, like it's better quality. It is better. Like, it's more fun. There's a lot. There's some heart there. Yeah, there is some heart. I feel like more than the Transformer movies. Mm-hmm. Um, is it still silly and? Oh yeah, the like, writing's not good. Yes, don't get me wrong. Like it's a silly ass movie. Yeah, but a good kind of silly. But it's a fun kind of uplifting silly. Yeah, the kind of silly where yes, a child dies, a preteen dies, <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's like fifteen. But other than that, and like, it's great. It, I like that it, it also, it fourth wall breaks a little bit, but it's acknowledging of like, this love triangle sure is weird. <laughs> 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 like always winking at the camera like, well, we got to put this in here yep. and like, let me comment on it. Yeah. Or, the uh, execs wanted it. Yeah. It's a note. We have to toss in a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Um, And things like. I can't give a good speech, really. <laughs> um, the first movie is like centered around some good ass speeches. Right. Let's have a round of applause for those speeches, everybody. Independence Day style, yeah. Now, all I want to say really is, all right, love each other. All right. <laughs> um, you you don't have to be what people tell you. You are. You can be whatever you want to be. And I love you. Let's go fight some monsters, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just done like the Friday Night Lights, like clear <laughs> eyes open heart whatever the fuck it is <laughs> open heart surgery <laughs> we can't is. lose <laughs> what is it clear hearts full eyes no, clear yeah. eyes full hearts can't lose full hearts open ones you know <laughs> they're full because it was open yeah like that's and then why you've been like go that's why your team heart, that's why your heart is open because it's full of it's cholesterol full. <laughs> and you have to clear it <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it was silly, but it was fun and better than I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend it. Totally, if you're on the fence. Um, but yeah, um. The audience was surprisingly, like, invested in that. There were a lot of claps. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of random claps happening. And, like, little outbursts. Yeah. It's like, really? (laughs) Like, who the fuck is in here? Because, like, I think the outlet isn't there of, like, a big silly like decent robot movie yeah. fighting monsters like and people that want that it's like you, you get me right here man <laughs> like there were like many like whoop yeah. sorry just, whoop. <laughs> just like a lot of like outbursts of like yeah 
<laughs> I was so surprised. Like down front. Yeah. Like they were in, whoever was down there was into it. The girl next to me made a noise at some point. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're all in this, guys. There were like a lot of fellas and ladies in there that like, I don't get a chance to express often oh, my joy of these things. So yeah. let me do it here with these, with my friends, with these people that I don't know. They understand I feel me, accepted though, here. Because these weirdos are also here. These people are here at three in the afternoon to watch a robot movie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just wander in there. You're there for a purpose. You make an appointment to yeah. be here. No one saw this. So I'm like, I guess I'll see it. People yeah, no. like we're waiting for this one. I think. Uh-huh. I also like that they managed to throw in the title of the movie at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> they said Pacific Rim twice at least, if not three times. And I was like, all right, we got it, guys. We're good. You say the name, you win the movie. Like oh, that's God. how it works. Um. Yeah, it was great. Um. But insofar as what we want each other to watch. Oh, yeah, I know what I want. Oh, okay. Um, I think I would want to have you watch as someone, again, on record. Mm-hmm. I don't really like musicals. Uh, um, oh, okay. I would have you watch uh, the first episode of uh, Crazy Ass Girlfriend. Um, I think I might have actually seen it. Then... Second <laughs> it ends with her at, like, a party. Yes. Then like I will have you watch yeah. something... Not as good, but also musical. I'll have you watch the first episode of Gallivant because I'm a horrible person and Jason, I've seen all of it. Is it? Am I gonna hate it? No. What is it? Uh, it's a musical TV show. Oh boy. Uh, featuring Timothy Odinson from uh, Psych, mm-hmm. Vinnie Jones, mm-hmm. s- singing songs what? on TV. Um, Wait, what? What do I use to watch this? Where is you can it? watch it on Hulu. I don't have Hulu. You can watch it on. It was on Netflix. I was really hoping that would get me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't have Hulu, I have Hulu, so I can have you watch it. <laughs> but if not, I can give you something better than that. Here's a question: You want to watch a movie? You want to watch a TV show? I don't care. Then I'll just have you watch La La Land. That's it. Okay. I will. I would see. I would have you watch a good thing rather than something that's just shitty. And, Thanks, friend. And only I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that was on television that I watched twice. <laughs> <laughs> Double dipping you've been doing. Because I just sit on my couch on my computer, and a thing will be on. And then it'll end, and then it'll be on again. And I usually pop in like halfway through it or a quarter of the way through it so i just watch it all over again um oh maybe you've seen it before have you ever seen two weeks notice two weeks notice with sandra bullock and hugh grant um no jason it's a romantic comedy (laughs) it's but it's like legitimately funny hugh grant is so funny and it's so and so charming and this they were weren't they together in Notting Hill or was that Julie Roberts? That's Julie Roberts. You know, I just Sandra Bullock is the stand in for Julie Roberts. If they couldn't get Julia, they'd get Sandy, is how I feel. Hey <laughs> now, sir. <laughs> they are two very different people. This is true. This is Sandra Bullock at her most charming, I feel like. Okay. She's just maybe that's an exaggeration. They're both uh, he Hugh Grant is just off the charts charming in this movie two weeks notice two weeks notice okay it's so great i just laughed my way through it i I used to own it 
I forgot, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about it. Um, Two Weeks Notice sounds like the name of like a pop punk band oh, from like two thousand two. Yeah, <laughs> good. Sh- oh, oh, the Vans Warped Tour. We got Good Charlotte, Blink One Eighty Two, and opening for them is Two Weeks Notice. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. I heard of them. You know, like a car show this in Orlando. It was pretty good. You know, they uh, they played with Goldfinger, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, it's, it, oh, it's just great. It's very, like, uh, I don't know. I just need you to watch it. Okay. I laughed. I I laughed. Okay. Did you cry? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think, did I cry? I cry at everything now, Jason. It's real bad. Ever since I turned 31, <laughs> like, I... Will cry happy or sad. I will cry at the drop of a hat. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I teared up at some point during Pacific Rim, and I was like, "You need to get it together. <laughs> this is not a movie you cry at." <laughs> but family, I think it was maybe when she died. That's that's a terrible moment. If you really felt like her performance in like the first one. Because well, I liked her so much in the first one. She's super likable. And the sadness in John Boyega's eyes. Yeah. And I just... And they were sister and brother. And like... the desperation and adoption. I was just... They got me. <laughs> they got me, Jason. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I was like, you're in public. Keep it together. Write this down. Two weeks notice. I think you'll enjoy it because it genuinely is funny. All right. Um, it's, yeah. All right. Well, we have our It's very light. I feel like it has the, well, not, maybe not quite so happy, but just a lighter palette. It's like if they made, um, Great British Bake Off into a (laughs) rom-com. Nothing wrong with that. You know, it's not always about, like, the big budget and the crazy, like, Robots fighting monsters. The and, stakes like, aren't high. I love small stakes, all right? They're very small. <laughs> They're so small. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's just lovely. Okay. It's like a, a, a summer breeze of a rom- rom-com. <laughs> I might be selling it too hard. I should probably stop. <laughs> but I loved it. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> like, Yes. Uh, we have our assignments, Jax. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we will see y'all next time. Um, I know we promised you a storm. It's going to oh, happen. Farts. It's going to happen. All right. Things Geostorm. got a little jumbled up, but Geostorm yes. will happen. But thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.